morning, people. It is 17th, Monday, the 17th of October. And welcome to TDA, your favorite news platform and home of popular culture, as decided by the people then. Um, and obviously, you're always hosted by the best. Crew, can you introduce yourself, please? Mr. Rotations, a.k.a. the number one in attendance. I think it's, I think it's official now, guys. Yeah? Sure, it's not me. You? What? <laughs> <laughs> the hell out of this, sir. It's your boy, Big Man, you. So we saying happy Monday, people. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, melanin jam-packed. And I'm your boy, Big Mark from the east side of the bridge, six foot plus of temptation and all that good stuff. You know what it is. Our beautiful girl Esther can't be here today. She's under the weather. So please send that um, love and light and prayers and all them things there. She's all right, but she just needs to rest up. She'll be back tomorrow. So the man name's got this one covered. Obviously, I've got to lead the show. So just a heads up, it's going to be short and sweet. <laughs> also, oh, the market sounds, it sounds a bit like it's underwater. Is it just me? Yes, it's, a, it's not super clear. Yeah, is yeah. your <clears throat> proper mic connected? All right. This is this is why I don't like this stuff because you could you you've been talking to me before we went on camera you could have told me this and we could have sorted this out. I didn't realize I didn't realize until just now. This is, unpro- this is unprofessional. I don't no, no, like no, no, no. You're unprofessional. Me look bad. You're unprofessional. You're the one who sort it out, bro. Why are you always trying to make me look bad for? <laughs> what are you talking about? This don't make no. This don't make no sense. I don't understand. Is it fixed or what? What are we doing then? Are you sure you're using that? Okay, then let me double check. Because it kind of sounds like your laptop. Yeah. You have, to, you, have, you, have to speak, you have to speak so we know. I can't hear anything now. All right, that sounds a bit better. Iman, is it better? I need to hear him again. Yo, yo, rap, rap your, your first verse from Pen Game 2 and then we can see. <laughs> so what do I do then? Yeah, I think that's better, isn't it? Yeah, it sounds better. But could you hear me? Yeah, that sounds better. But I couldn't hear you. Can you hear me now? You have on your on your Zoom settings. You have to change the speaker to the laptop. All right, so we're good now, yeah. That sounds better. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah. These are unprofessional because we could how, how, how are we unprofessional? We've been here for forty-five it's, minutes, bro. It's not better. Forty-five it's not, minutes. It's not better. But when it is you come this evening, please bring it so I can actually show you how to change the settings from one um, device to the other device. It's not. It's it's the same to me. Oh, it's the same. Yeah. Okay. It's not the same because it says that the microphone is the Rode NT USB is it Mini. Close to your mouth. Pause. This is close enough as it's gonna get. You want it closer? <laughs> yeah, it gets better when it's better. Closer. Yeah. So what is that better? Uh, let's just let's just continue. You just can't find the help nowadays, man. Just, <laughs> anytime, just, anytime Esther's not here, there the face just goes. Oh, this is crazy. Esther, come back, man. Come back, please, man. We're like we're nothing without you, basically. Like this is bullshit. Boy, I don't know what I sound like, but whatever I sound like, you're gonna have to put up with me for the day. I'm yeah. sorry. But obviously, this is what I'm trying to say. This is why we're the realest, man. We're giving you a peek behind the curtain. This is this is just this is, <laughs> this is what goes down, man. This is it. You're getting it in real time, behind, man. Behind the scenes. Anyway, anything you don't want to talk about on the weekend? You're all right. Everybody good? Yeah. Yeah. All good. Man. Yeah. All good, man. All good. All good. I think we've got a packed show, so we might as well just yeah get straight into it. All right, then let's get into these headlines, man. As everyone I'm sure is very aware, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, Mr. Kwesi Kwarteng, was sacked last Friday amid intense speculation. Sacrifice. You mean sacrifice. <laughs> That's right. Sacrifice last Friday 
amid intense speculation that the Prime Minister Liz Truss was about to get rid of key parts of their economic plan, plan, and just a day after telling the public that he wasn't going anywhere. The Prime Minister has now appointed former Health Secretary Jeremy Hunt, who backed Rishi Sunak in the Tory leadership contest as the new Chancellor. Ms Truss's pledge to cut taxes was at the heart of the economic agenda that won her the Tory leadership at the start of September. In a letter to the Prime Minister, Mr, Qu- Mr. Quarting said, Mrs. Truss's vision for economic growth was right, and he still supported it. But I wanted to read out what he actually said in full, yeah? So th- this is his letter. All right, so dear Prime Minister, you have asked me to stand aside as your Chancellor. I have accepted. When you asked me to serve as your Chancellor, I did so in full knowledge that the situation we faced was incredibly difficult with rising global interest rates and energy prices. However, your vision of optimism, growth, and change was right. As I've said many times in the past weeks, following the status quo was simply not an option. For too long, this country has been dogged by low growth rates and high taxation. That must still change if this country is to succeed. The economic environment has changed rapidly since we set out the growth plan on the 23rd of September. In response, together with the Bank of England and excellent officials at the Treasury, we have responded to those events, and I commend my officials for their dedication. It is important now, as we move forward, to emphasise our government's commitment to fiscal discipline. The medium-term fiscal plan is crucial to this end, and I look forward to supporting you and my successor to achieve that from the backbenches. We have been colleagues and friends for many years. In that time, I have seen your dedication and determination. I believe your vision is the right one. It has been an honour to serve as the first, as your first Chancellor. Your success is the country's success, and I wish you well. All right, so in your opinion, why was he sacked? Because, um, basically, because of all the nonsense that's going on now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I think she... Absolute shit show, that's yeah. why. She, she, she basically threw him on the bus to save herself. Okay. That's what I think, yeah. That's, that that's mini budget, they were going crazy about it. Because, obviously... Obviously, I've been um, doing more politics reviews on that, yeah? Mm. And I've been trying to um, just research some more and watch even more on it than than usual. Yeah. And yeah. the white people are are livid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are angry. What? Because the government, I think they're done. They've actually got two years to try and turn it around because I don't think they're going to call for the general election, but they are proper mad. They want, they're done with conservatives. They're proper mm-hmm. onto them. The, um, thing is, the thing is, didn't, because obviously... I, this is me just going off what I've seen. His um, budget, wasn't his budget in line with her policies? Like, wasn't, no? 100%. Yeah, 100%. She, she greenlit it. Yeah, so then what's the problem? Because because no, nobody likes it. It did work. <laughs> no, yeah, see, I, I, I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't yeah, agree. But, yeah, but why is, why, is, why is this his fault alone then? It's not, but she's made it. <laughs> she's, made it she's made it. Yeah, yeah. Because she, she, she's not the king. Yeah. He's not the king. She, someone had to take the the fall. The fall. Yeah, yeah. I've I've lost a lot, a lot of respect for her for that man. Because you know, she, uh, like also to me, I think it was a lie. I mean, she 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 would obviously say um otherwise, but she basically said he came up with the policies mm. and didn't run it by her. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what she said. He didn't run it by her. That's what she said. In in big politics, he didn't run it by her. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like that's wickedness, man. You know, she's just hanging back to dry. It's not. It's not right. This is how the movies always go anyway. The black man always dies first. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I mean, saying. now we now we know why there was a black man in the cabinet. Yeah. So is this is this like the fastest like second <laughs> like political I've, history? It's the second fastest. <laughs> what, was, what, what was the first one? I'm not too sure, you know, but he's, he was like 38 days or something. Oh, was it? Yeah, so I mean, he, since the 70s, yeah. he's the fastest. Yeah. See all the jokes about the um, Garden Must Go Back. Also, is there truth to them having a relationship in the past? So that's just pure, pure jokes. I don't know, you know. Okay. I didn't know about that. Okay. I just know that they've been friends for many years. Yeah. Like, yeah who knows? 
But she looks a lot older than him, though. Does she? I thought. I mean, yeah, I maybe, maybe, maybe not. So this 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 new gun, new Don, sorry, what's his name? Yeah. Hunt. Yeah, Jeremy Hunt. Is yeah. he? Is he? Do you think he's more suited for the job, or? Um, I think he's more in line with the traditional conservative views. Okay. So I think that that will help. Um, people have a certain level of confidence yeah, yeah. in her, yeah, and I think that's the reason why she did it. He didn't okay. even vote for her. Yeah, exactly. So, he yeah. was he was a Sunak guy. Okay. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And and I think he's tried to run for um, prime minister yeah, before in the past, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So he's more traditional, but um, yeah. The country's in tatters, man. Mm-hmm. You got to listen to LBC. If you listen to LBC, his post is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're going absolutely crazy. So is this is this, is this a sign of, of things to come then? In terms of like her her reign just being a whole entire shit show, but it, it depends on how long that reign may be. Okay. Yeah, because well, I'll mention that in my in, in the next headline. Oh, cool. Right, so what were they saying on NBC, um, Margs? I couldn't I couldn't like I couldn't like quote anybody, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. just not. The sentiment, I, I, yeah. yeah, the sentiment is that she she um they don't they don't they don't want to basically they don't really want conservative even people that have voted conservatives and are like. They've been in power too long. It's done now. Mm. Country's a shit show. Um, yeah, she just just there's no strong leadership. Yeah, you get me? nothing decisive going on. Not taking no actions. Everything's reactionary. Yeah. It's actually like they're just controlled by the media and shit. Like it's just yeah, it just seems bad. People, I don't know because they can't um, change the leadership, can they? Not even for like another twelve months if the Conservatives even wanted to. So she's there. But I don't think they're going to bring forward a general election. Nah, nah. That, that, yeah, they'll definitely lose if they do that. But they can yeah. change the leadership. That's that's what I was about to get to. That's that's in the next headline. Also, what, that, last that one. people so, are trying to scheme. What was the most in in his budget? What was the most like frowned upon thing that he had in his budget? I feel like everyone is different things, but I think um, people felt as though the removing the the top the top um, tax bracket forty five percent is the, is the one that I think annoyed okay. everyone. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, personally, I think it's the borrowing. I don't think he, he they should have went into borrowing. That just didn't make no, no sense to me. But um. I'm always for tax cuts, man. Personally, but yeah. Well, the second headline is obviously a, a spinner from there, and that is that um, the the chancellor, um, the incumbent chancellor Jeremy Hunt has insisted that Liz Truss is still in charge of the government after a series of U-turns left her premiership in jeopardy. Some Tory backbenchers have been talking privately about how to remove the prime minister after market turmoil led to her to, led her to abandon her flagship tax policies. Mr. Hunt urged the party to unite behind her as the pair held crunch talks to thrash out plans on tax and spending. But a senior Tory MP said the game is up and called for mistrust to go. A key test of the government's move so far will come after the markets reopened today, as in this morning, um, with ministers facing a nervous wait to see if the rise in the UK debt, um, UK government debt costs over recent um, weeks continues. Measures already dropped from the £45 billion package of unfunded tax cuts announced last month include scrapping the top income tax rate and a freeze in corporation tax. And Mr Hunt, who held talks with mistrust at her official Chequers country retreat, has not ruled out further U-turns as he seeks to restore UK economic credibility. He warned of difficult decisions both on spending and on tax as he prepares to deliver an economic statement on the 31st of this month to convince investors he has the plan to get debt under control. However... There are newspaper reports that some Tory MPs have already begun talks about how to remove her from power, despite current party rules preventing a formal leadership challenge for a year, like Marx was saying. Tactics reportedly under consideration include submitting a no-confidence letter, well, no-confidence letters, 
in a bid to force party bosses into a rule change or changing the rules to allow MPs to bypass party members and pick a new leader themselves. Asked whether she could survive as Prime Minister, the former Minister Crispin Blunt told Channel 4, nope, I think the game is up and it's now a question as to how the succession is managed. If there is such a weight of opinion in the parliamentary party that we have to have a change, then it will be effected. It's not like a mess. Yeah, they're yeah. onto her. So why did they even they voted her in though? Why mm-hmm. did they bother doing that if they were just going to be so onto her like so? Yeah. Quick? This is it. This is it. Especially as because the thing is, she ma- she made known what she was going to do when she got in there. Mm. So mm. like you're saying, why why are you voting for her? And then as soon as she gets in there, she does it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You abandon ship. Makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, obviously the markets made everyone kind of scared. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, um, but but still, like. I don't think they've given enough time to see if it actually works. It's it's a, it's a scary. That's what I think. I think it's not, well, no no grace period. Mm. But people are losing a lot of money. Yeah. People's pensions were in the bin the other day. Yeah. And it was it was because of his budget. That's why the pound fell so yeah. low. Yeah. It? yeah. As soon as he announced that mini, like all the details of the mini budget. Yeah, the pound just dropped. Yeah, everything was finished. I ain't even seen that mini budget, and I don't even know if I read it. I would even be able to make heads or tails of it here. <laughs> but it sounds like it's bad, boy. That was the beginning of the end, didn't it? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. They got crazy about this budget. Mm-hmm. People didn't react to to it good at all, man. So and they cut. Is there plans to cut spending in the budget as well? Um, I think I think the new chancellor he's gonna do all of that type of stuff, though. He's gonna do that. Um, I think if I'm not mistaken, he's gonna remove. Um, it's gonna be a, a, a few other U-turns anyway. Put it that way. The corporation tax thing, I think she already decided that herself, to be fair, that she's going to freeze that. Um, but yeah, he's going to come in. He's going to change things up, man. So hopefully that will then make foreign investors, people on the outside of the UK, yeah. plus people um, here, yeah. um, kind of look favorably and hopefully the market kind of balances itself out. But yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, got, she's got two years, but um, it's not it's not, it's not not looking good though, man. Yeah, at all. Some Like you say, the LBC... Um, I remember, I think I was, I can't remember this, the, the, the female host's name, but she had Andrew Ma on the show. And he was basically mm-hmm. saying, I, th- I think she's going in two, three weeks. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah oh, what are they going to do? Just just, ch- just change the rules on her, basically, and just, just <laughs> do, do, do some illegal shit. Because oh, she definitely so. should have 12 months. Yeah, like, exactly. At least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're, they're going to do something. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, two weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Libra's. Um... Points were up mad compared yeah. to conservatives, and the party just can't, <laughs> they can't stand with that, man. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely going to be doing something. I don't know. I don't know what can change in two years, but they're talking like, they're talking like there's no way conservatives can win the next election. Like, whenever it is, they're just, they're saying there's no, it don't make no sense. There's no way they can. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's like, I guess, most things. It's easy to lose something, but to get it back is it's a lot harder. So they've lost bare seats right now. They've lost bare seats to, well, in theory, anyway, um, to to Labour, so like you say, they definitely can't um, do a general election. They would lose that. They might even come third. You know, Lib Dem might even be second. Can I, yeah. Can I ask a question, <laughs> Max? Like, every time I'm in your car, you only listen to music. Like, how come you had LBC on? Um, I used to listen to LBC before, and then I swapped it out for Talk Sport, mm. and oh. then just everything that's going on in the country, isn't it? All right. Mm. LBC. Cool, cool. Why not? Politics is interesting, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of big words and stuff that you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for, the most, for the most part, it's fun. I've definitely been a lot more aware of politics since TDA. 
like just even stuff on my timeline and I'll take notice of it as opposed mm. to before I'll just swipe past it. Now I'm like, okay, okay, reading stuff and mm. uh, staying abreast. You get me? Yeah, I was coming back from Leicester the other day on the train. I was sitting next to these middle class people and they was having a whole conversation about it. I was like, these people really like, this weren't like, this weren't for content or nothing. They was having a genuine <laughs> conversation. <laughs> like, this really interested them. They was going in back politics, back the country, everything. I'm like, right, these people are down bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all going off. I definitely do think that more people are going to turn out to vote um, if a uh, general election is called. Because people are vexed. Mm. So who, who who decides to call an election this early? Is it is it, is it like a specific committee? Or is it like, what what's, what's the actual pr- uh, process? Would it be the party that's in power, right? Yeah. Oh, the party that's in power. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. And I, I doubt they actually want to call it because they know full well that it would be dangerous. So they will try to change things whilst they can. That's yeah. why I, I said if it continues yeah. pressure on Liz, yeah. they're going to switch Liz out. Okay. They will have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if it is, they switch Liz out. They are running um, They're running the whole uh, like system yeah. ragged. So uh, the public are going to get vexed that they're just willfully yeah. just... Um, promoting new leaders without any sort of consensus from the public yeah. and they'll get vexed and then they'll be forced to do something okay but if it's the party that's in power this is the person that you you know you back the whole time why is it suddenly now you realise that she's to, the wrong woman honest, for the job she's been known from before from when she's telling you this is her policy I think it was <laughs> it was just Boris that people voted in right e- and the rest of the people that got um, put in power they didn't yeah yeah that's true yes what's yeah. that he was, he was the elected guy that uh, the public actually voted for when the whole yeah yeah, yeah. and then everybody else yeah it, we haven't voted for them oh it's okay the okay okay been doing that okay mm-hmm. so it's not really the did Boris win a public vote it's not the uh, people yeah I think it was in twenty nineteen but when he first got it he didn't because he, the, peop- the people the people voted him in the first yeah, place yeah okay. not when he first got in but they did oh. um, but we did one in twenty nineteen didn't we? but um let me double check so oh. if if not Liz Truss who's the the second um prospect. Like who's most they, like, they who, who's about most likely going to take 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 over? They're talking. About I feel like no, no one hasn't voted in Conservative in God knows how long. Because even though if Boris um, won that that election, yeah, it like, yeah, it weren't like Boris won it. It was like the Conservatives won it, and the people never like the people never picked Boris. It's just that he was the leader when they were when the parties were running. Well, it was it was a Brexit thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was based time. on Brexit. Yeah. So one hundred percent, they voted for Boris. Yeah, because he took over from Theresa May. Then they did the. Because Cameron thing, said, yeah. if it is that. This is my point. I'm saying, yeah, he took over from Theresa May. So Theresa May got ousted and they pushed him to the leader of the party. So when there was a general election, he was just the leader of the party. He weren't like the people's choice anyway. He was just there, innit? Yeah, but th- that happens all the time, doesn't it? No, th- I think what he's yeah. saying, which might be valid, that the people didn't vote for Boris. Um, they didn't. The party kind voted of. for Boris um, in exchange of Theresa May? Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. But yeah. What, I'm, what I'm saying is, that effectively don't that happen all the time though? No, that you your party kind of no no yes because you know it's I mean? happened no but um what he's saying that Boris wasn't even um voted for by the people. He wasn't really like the second time he was. I get what you're saying, but it's because it was like by default, isn't it? Like it's like mm. he never they never had no choice. It was the Conservatives and they went with the Conservatives and Boris was the leader. But he people never voted Boris in. Mm. People never put trust in. People ain't had a chance to vote for enough long, yeah. really and truly. We take it in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why it is I have in my head that we voted for Boris, as in the people. I need to double check that. Yeah. No, but I, I, get, what you, I get what you guys are saying, but I'm kind of seeing it as kind of the same thing, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like whoever is the leader of the party becomes the leader of the party, and then 
you just the party just presents itself. You know what I'm saying? Every election, and then you just choose. No, but again, the last uh, um, two, which was who's right now? What's her name? Liz, and then before yeah, was Boris. Um, Boris yes, yeah, Theresa May. Yeah, they uh, they put him aside because of public opinion. Yes, uh-huh. and. We didn't vote for Liz. The public didn't vote for Liz. The party voted for Liz. Um, first of all, the MPs and then the members of the Conservative Party. Yeah. No, the full public didn't vote for Liz. And this, is what, this yeah. is what he's talking about. That's what I'm trying to say. But I, I thought, And you say the same thing. No, I'm, I'm basically saying that I think after that happened, Boris then did an election. You know what I'm saying? I need to double check this. Yeah, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong. Boris but... Johnson won the 2019 Conservative Party leadership election and became Prime Minister. Yeah, and so then it didn't, was. didn't we do a general election? This is what you're saying. Um, no, he didn't. We, he, he didn't. No. So we, when was the last time we had a general election? Then? I'm gonna check. That's crazy. If we had last to... general election. If the next one's 2024, we must have had one nineteen. I'm I'm thinking it's 2019. That's what so I'm saying. Was that, was that the Jeremy Corbyn one? In 2017, um, the May lost majority. Yes, I think you're right. Second I think it was. I think it was against on. Corbyn. This is terrible. Let me sort of check. Well, even so, because the point I'm making now, it's like, uh, if, the, if the party as a whole like, got things together and then the Conservatives won the next general election, mm-hmm. then I'm putting it down to like Corbyn. the party winning. Like The people still never really voted for Liz Trust, if that makes sense. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Like, there hasn't been a campaign where there's a new leader and the people vote them in and that like, this is the person we want for nothing. Yeah. I think I think that means I think you're kind of talking about someone take like as in the opposition winning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, okay, I think yeah. yeah. Because otherwise it would be kind of, you know, the same, if that makes sense. Because yeah, he, right. he won it in twenty nineteen. He beat he beat Corbyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the margin was huge, by the way, remember? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway. That's the end of the headlines. We're going bad. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's get into our next segment. Topic of the day. Topic of the day, right? Um, I feel as though the answers may be, oh, there should be a balance, right? But mm. let's try not to say there should be a balance. Let's kind of choose if if it was either or, right? Mm. And so the question is, should we look after our own well being, or should we look after each other? Before I start, just say there should be a balance. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we should definitely do both. If I'm to choose one, hmm. Mm, it's hard because if other people are taking care of, if you're taking care of each other, then that means our well-being is being taken care of at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm. If, just, we all, if we all take... Just by someone else. But the thing is, I reckon the best, I reckon probably take care of your own, take care of yourself probably. Mm. Um, because we know ourselves better than others. And in terms of, you know what I mean? Like we know what we need for our own well-being more than others, isn't it? So mm. who's... Who's a better place to take care of, take care of ourselves than ourselves? Okay. Would you trust someone else to take care of your well-being? Mm. You know what I mean? What about those who can't take care of themselves? Yeah, then if you've got no choice, then you've got no choice. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, that, yeah. but I think our, <clears throat> our happiness, our well-being is in our own hands. Mm. I think to put that power in someone else's hands is um, dangerous. Mm. Um, so I definitely feel like if I had to pick one, I would say um, we need to look after ourselves first. Okay. I mean, what are you, Mugs? 
I know naturally you don't all expect me to just say, yeah, take care of yourself. <laughs> you get me? That would be pretty much like, that would be self-serving. On like a base level, I get it. Because even if you can't take care of yourself, then how are you going to take care of other people and stuff like that anyway? But realistically, yeah, if 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 we was playing like by these rules, and this is the premise that we're setting, everybody played along with it, yeah, the world's gonna be a much, much, much better place if we all if we, if we all look out for each other, because then it's just not one sided, like because as much as many people that you're looking out for, you've got that that many people supporting you. You get what I'm trying to say, like and, and having your back as well, and then we could just move forward, advance, thrive. I think everything would just be everything would just be better if we was if we were more mindful of other people. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like when you come together and you do things in unison, it's always like great things always happen. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like we say teamwork makes the dream work, baby. Mm. <laughs> you get me? Right. So I think I'm gonna pick the other one. Mm. But in in this in this world that you've you've uh, you've created, right? If people are taking taking care of us, that means we're not taking care of ourselves at all. Then so. I'm literally putting everything into someone else's hands. Yeah. And you're also doing that for somebody else too. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. So if the premise, it sounds scary, yeah, but if it, yeah. if it works and everybody's playing along, everyone's going to be fine. Mm. The problem that you're talking about is you can't trust. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? And you feel like the only person I can trust is myself. Yeah. And I'm the one who's got me in it. Mm. That's where the, that's the rub. But if if it's remember it's, it's hypothetical. If it's working yeah. how we're saying, you're gonna be fine looking after other people. Because like I'm saying, it's not just it's like what you're saying. The same thing that's you're putting. It's the same thing you're giving to other people, and you're receiving in that. You know what I'm trying to say? It's, so everybody will be cool. But the thing is, then what's what's the okay in both these scenarios? If we're all taking care of ourselves, then we're all cool. If every single person has a a partner or a codependent, or whatever, who's taking care of them, taking care of them, then that means everyone's being taken care of. So in both scenarios. Everyone's being taken care of, right? So what's where, where's the the disparity then? Like, well, there's people like you said. There's people that can't take care of themselves. Yeah, but they're the exception to the rule, then. No, there's a. Yeah, you know I'm trying to say. All right, consider that. Um, consider a situation where there's a lot of people, kind of like today. Yeah. Where you know, um, that rely on the government, yeah. rely on carers and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Would you still see it the same same type of way? No, no. If you need, if you need a carer, mm. the thing is, what type of care are we talking about? Are we talking about, um. We're talking about, you know, providing, like financially, we're talking about mental health, like what type of care we're talking about? Like literally any anything that you could could think of. Yeah. So, so like obviously I'm I'm kinda of making it extreme. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, obviously some people need help. Mm-hmm. Like if you're you know, if you're um you suffer from a disability or you're you know, you're old and the elderly, mm-hmm. if you uh, are on benefits. So those people need help, innit? Those who can take care of themselves should take care of themselves. And those who are even there's obviously, I know this is not within this um, scenario, but those who can take care of themselves and take care of others as well, those yeah. who have you know much more in abundance. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, in both scenarios, if they're to be met at their peak, then everyone's going to be taken care of. So, how do you distinguish which is better? And I'm saying because us as individuals know ourselves oh, so. better, we're better placed to take care of ourselves than others. Besides those who mm-hmm. need the help who can't take care of themselves in it. That's kind of what I'm saying. To say like in like communities, I don't know if there was like estates or different like not like whole households, but like yeah. different blocks and stuff like that. Well, if there was things in place where there's 
money readily available for anyone that needs it clothes yeah, food yeah, shelter yeah at the drop of at the drop of a hat yeah, and there's yeah. no one any special preferential treatment everybody's got access to this yeah, yeah. it's there flourishing people won't even need to build benefits now you won't even need the government and all that stuff like that the community can survive itself it'll be self-sufficient mm-hmm. what about that yeah mm-hmm. because if we're moving into more of a community standpoint and more then yeah but even if because the person who's taking care of themselves like you still need others anyway Mm. Like, if I'm taking care of myself, I still need a job. So I still I still have to be employed. So I still have a boss. Is that boss taking care of me? Mm. Like, where where do you draw the line in terms of what, what is taking care? Is me, if, if you're my boss mm-hmm. and I'm working for you and you're paying me, is that a form of care? Is that you taking care of me or not? Um, Not really. That's, that's you doing something, for you, doing something for yourself because you're actually getting paid for the job. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? Not so, hand out and stuff. All right, so the person who, or if we're in a world where we're taking care of ourselves, what does that look like? Um, I mean, so so okay, so let's just say um, it's prioritizing whatever you want, basically. Alright, okay. let me. I'm not sure if this is the best analogy, but put, yeah. put it this way, right? Would you rather live in a world where you could do something for yourself, mm. right? Where three or four days out of the week you can get to eat steak, right? Mm-mm. Because you made the decisions, you made certain decisions that afforded you the opportunity to eat steak three, four days a week, yeah. or live in a world where you're contributing to a pot and because everyone's contributing to that pot, yeah. you kind of eat beans seven mm. days a week. But then obviously everyone gets to eat from that pot. <laughs> you know what oh, I'm saying? No, wait there. You're changing the parameters. But the thing is, why, you're, moving, you're moving the goalposts here. But why, why, is that, why does that have to be beans though? Why can't it be something a bit more? Okay, so no, because I, 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 I ain't feeling beans. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so it's either I eat to, steak I'm gonna on my own answer. or we eat beans together. Basically, exactly. But if, if I'm eating steak by myself, what 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 uh, what's what's the other option? I mean, they're not in the same room, so it doesn't matter. So it don't matter. <laughs> like, as it, you mean for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you you don't see them. You don't see them. Like, so, but, 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 but I'm assuming baby. I'm assuming that that they they eating something. Yeah, it's not it's not gonna be steak though. Yeah, beans. <laughs> they exactly. Beans. They, so it's either they eat beans alone or I eat beans with them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I eat my steak, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you messed that all. You messed that all up because I'm eating steak. Yeah, I'll be yeah. honest with you. Filet mignon. The thing is, the way I'm, yeah. uh, the thing is, this scenario. As we're talking, I'm like, okay, cool. Should I change my mind? Should mm-hmm. I go? I'm trying to think of the different scenarios. Like, it's like, to me, it's like, who do you put first? Mm. Do you put your happiness first over someone else's? Mm. Um. And even just from like a standpoint of, do I want people to do things for me? Like, do I want to like I want to cook for, cook for yourself, do your own laundry, clean your own house, or mm-hmm. like there's so many different levels of care, and it's yeah. so it's 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 a it's an interesting conversation still. But I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like I'm kind of being persuaded to go towards the community side now. I'm not sure. Okay, well, you made a good point um, about um, putting your happiness above First, somebody else. Yeah. On that point, there, how do you see that then? Should. I think there's certain people in my life that I'm happy to put their happiness before mine, 100%. Um, but in totality, I'm not putting everyone's happiness before mine, no way. Okay. So there's certain people in my life, yeah, their happiness comes before mine. Or I would I would preference theirs in a, if I was given like an A or B situation. But in totality, I won't put my happiness before mm. associates and strangers and, <laughs> you know, casual acquaintances. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, nice I've, learned, I've, I've learned I've I've can't put my happiness bef- before anybody's. Okay. Not my happiness, not my peace of mind, not my mental state before before anyone. That like, considering other people's feelings and decisions that you make, yeah, then can be detrimental, man. You know what I'm trying to say, and all that kind of stuff chips away at you. And in the long run, yeah, 
you're you're here by yourself, man. You came alone, you're gonna go alone. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? So your well-being, mm. like happiness, mental, all that stuff, you yeah. have to put it first. Like you have to be selfish with it. But every single time though. People... No, but obviously you, know you mean, can like, obviously the thing is when I said that, I don't mean like in every single aspect of life, but there's certain scenarios where you can choose yours or theirs, isn't it? And sometimes it's nice to choose others. I mean, yeah, but you're gonna do that, and it's something that you would make a decision that you're gonna make at the time, and it's like, all right, cool, I'm gonna do that for this person, but you kind of are aware of whatever ramifications there are or whatever yeah. stress is going on you, like you're aware of it, and you yeah. know to yourself you can handle it, innit? Yeah. So it's still a decision that you've made, and it's like, all right, cool, I'm gonna take the eldest time, mm. but it's like, it's when you're doing things and you can't and you don't know what the consequences are going to be or you don't know if you can handle the ramifications of it or like do you get what i'm trying to say that called you doing something for someone's going to put you at a loss or put you down mm. all that stuff's got all that stuff's got to stop man like don't get me wrong because obviously there's good people in the world that, that do that and put themselves out there for people yeah but like, once you go through it and it's, it's, it, it don't make sense man it's not it's not good it's not conducive to a good to a good lifestyle you get me like and 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 it speaks to like what we're talking about. You're going to be no use to no one else if you don't pattern yourself up, man. Yeah, no, but I'm not saying, I'm not saying put yourself second all the time to where it's going to be detrimental to your well-being. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm just, I'm just saying in certain situations, there are people that I know if I was given a choice, I'm in a scenario where if, if I pick A, I'll be happy. And if I pick B, they'll be happy. With some people, I'll pick B. Not every single time, but maybe more times than not. I'll let them pick B than, than me. Mm. This is what it is like. For example, my mother. Mm. Given mm. the choice, I'll put her happiness bef before mine. In certain scenarios. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, certain scenarios. But at the same time, what we do with with, with family and stuff, like we put obviously we put our family on the pedestal and we give yeah. people like lots of leeway and let them take liberties because of their connection to us, whether it be mother, father, brother, yeah. cousin, whatever, even like best friend, rare, rare. and at the end of the day, yeah, those titles are not everybody even honors or deserves those titles. Like it's not, it's, yeah. it's like it's not enough. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's not enough. Like in the grand scheme of things, when you really think about it, like it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter what and who they are. You've got a self-preservation has to be a key in in, in, in a lot of decisions that you're making. Yeah. Obviously, no, nah, there's gonna be times when you're gonna put yourself out for your mom, your children, whatever. Like, yeah. like normal. You get me? And sometimes you're gonna do it knowing that you can't do this and you're going to be down bad. But again, I feel like it's a choice that you make to yourself. You say, bro, you know what? I'll, like, in the long story short, I'm going to be all right in it at the end of the day. Like, the thing yeah, is, but I'll, you, I'll be cool. you picked the second option, though. Now it sounds like you're going towards the first option. No? Yeah, I'm changing. I swear. I, you, you see, E man, yeah? He got me with the, he got me with the steak. It was a steak for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, the funny thing is, what you said at the beginning is the answer. It's both. That's the thing. That's <laughs> yeah. that, that's the answer. The whole time mm -hmm. I'm fighting, saying, well, you know, we could do both. Balance, yeah. But if you had to choose one, ultimately, um, I think I think me and Miles are kind of switching sides. Mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to stay strong in my stance. <laughs> I do believe that, like you said, like, you know, we're born alone, dying alone, and we've got to take care of ourselves first, isn't it? But, you know, mm, yeah, I'm going to stick here. I'm going to stick here. I'm gonna say, okay. I'm gonna say self. I'm gonna say self. Fuck it, because no one knows me like me in it. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and I'll always be there for me, as opposed to okay, cool. I put my trust into you. You may not be able to be there for me all the time. Mm. It may be sparing. It may be you know what I mean, sporadic. It may not be consistent. So I can't. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a, it's a trust thing for me. 
Okay, okay, you okay. see, like, as a man or just a human being in general, anyway, yeah. Do you feel like you have like a duty of care to to look after people that are less fortunate or maybe not fortunate? What's another word I can? What's another word I can frame it as well? Like less capable. Less capable then. Uh, yeah, I feel like men are definitely. Uh, I don't think I don't feel like it's an it's an obligation that God put on us, but I think it's societal. Obviously, within the family construct, yes, I believe that we are meant to be the the protector, the provider, and the shoulder to lean on and crown for sure. But in wider society, um, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yes. I think my answer is yes. I think my answer is yes. And and can I ask you, yeah, like following up from that question, yeah. do you feel as though people will do that? So in in the society where it's like, okay, um, I have more than I need. Do mm. you think people will automatically give to people if they see someone in need, or do you feel people will be more concerned with building up wealth and, and just trying to do for themselves continually um do i what do you, i ask and do i believe that a lot of people who are in that position actually help people mm. yeah, yeah, yeah for sure i do i do okay can i can i find an, an analogy here yeah? what would you guys prefer yeah <laughs> so um there's houses that need to be built mm. right do you feel as though it's best that every everybody basically in a in a particular community, right? There's a, I don't know a thousand of us. Yeah. We go. On, um. We have to base basically we need somewhere to live, right? Yeah. Should we all go there based on our own capabilities, and take the bricks, our uh, different um, you know, take the bricks to make the mortar, all them type of things there, yeah. right? Ourselves and focus on ourselves and build our own houses, bearing in mind some of us are bigger, some of us are, are stronger, yeah. some of us have more creativity, all them type of things there. Yeah. And, and build our own houses, or should we all band it together and say, you know what, let's build the same type of houses on the street and everybody have somewhere to live? That option. So you may not get the big garden that you want. Mm. You may not get, you may not, you may get just one window in your in, in your sitting room yeah. as opposed to four. You may, you know what I'm saying? Like, you may not even get as, as much space because you're much taller now. So for example, yeah. your room, Literally, the ceiling just, you know what I'm saying, scrapes your head. Yeah, but you're painting <laughs> extreme examples, man. That's yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, but think, think of it like that, e even though they're extreme examples. What would you prefer? What do you think is best for, for, for that community? But if I get my my mansion, yeah. others might be homeless. Others might, you know what I mean? But you could, like um, what you said in the last um, thingy, yeah. um, you could decide to be gracious and say, you know what, live with me. You know what I'm saying? You no, could no, give no. a room. You're gonna live by yourself. Yeah, <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> what What would you guys prefer? Uh, it depends because it depends where I'm speaking from. Because if I've got the means mm. to build that mansion, then I might I might prefer that. But that might not be an option for me. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. It's all selfish. That that that's not an option for me. Obviously, I'm gonna be on the side of everybody else. And hey, man, let's we're in this together. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, let's build up our yard. I don't know. In this scenario, I'm not really sure what I'm capable of. So, and even then, you know what it is? Okay, cool. If I'm in the community, mm -hmm. would I want to have the best house in the community, and everyone mm. else is living in squalor? No. Okay. I'd rather us all live on the same level than to me live up here. And everyone else in my community living down here. Mm. I'd rather us all be down here together. Okay. Or at least in the middle somewhere together, as opposed to I'm here and they're all here. You know what I mean? What if I can throw this in, right? Let, let, let's just say, uh, yeah. throw it in, right? Let's just say, um, you're, like, if we lived all the same, none of us would have gardens, mm. right? 
Yeah. Therefore, none of us could do barbecues and stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> but if you did the house, made the house the way you wanted to make it, yeah, you could say, you know what? Mm, I get that you guys have no gardens, mm. but every Saturday, you guys can come over. That's your compromise in your mind. You feel like, you know what? That's good enough. Because at least we all get like barbecues every now and again. Or we could just build a common area at the front for everyone. That's true. Rather than me having a garden, we just have a, commun a communal <laughs> garden outside of our houses. There you go. I, yeah. I think, what yeah. about a scenario where like, um, so the people that are more better off and stuff or more capable, more finances, whatever, and the ones that put in more, ones that put more equity in, whether it be money, sweat equity, all that kind of yeah. stuff, yeah, will have bigger houses. But because we've all put in the same pot, we make sure there's enough for us, for everybody to be housed, mm. just that there's just going to be levels. Okay. In the housing, I'd, I'd, I'd be cool with that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you're getting where you fit in. If you put in, you deserve it. So, my house yeah. might be the biggest house on the block, but we made sure there's yards for everybody. Yeah. So, you don't watch, don't business with my yard. I don't worry about my yard. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Okay. I'll be cool with that. Okay. You know what? That just reminded me of. So, I was having this conversation a few years ago with someone there. Tell me what you guys think about this, right? Um, your kids go to a school, particular yeah. school, right? And that school wants to um, fund a new playground, the best equipment, amazing slides, this, that, and the third, right? Mm. And they've asked every parent, right? Contribute. I don't know, 100 pounds. I don't know what it is. Right? Yeah. Contribute so that we can make this playground for all the kids. Yeah. 20% of them don't contribute. Mm. So they ain't contributing for this. Yeah. The, the school can take care of it. They've yeah, got yeah. enough funds, this, that, and the third. Yeah. They build the place and they say, those 20%, none of your kids can 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 um yeah. take place, yeah. take part. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? I, again, see, we've just got to be caveat say I I would say, yeah, mm -hmm. I know what I'm like, yeah? yeah. If these people couldn't afford it, yeah, then I'll say, come let their kids play. Okay. If they just told me no, and then because they're not on it, move your stinking come here. Real life. No. Um, that's it. No, but ain't 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 the, the um Kids, kids fault. Uh, see what I'm saying? I'm gonna be shit. Ain't the kids fault though. Ain't the kids fault. <laughs> but then, then, the thing is, the thing is, if if I've got it, you know what I mean, and I contributed, then for me, your kids in it. Um, mm -hmm. well, whether the parents could afford it, or they're just being tight, or whatever. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Sorry. No. That no that, way. That isn't the kids' fault. That's the parents' fault. No way. Why should the if kids suffer? If you couldn't afford it, why should the kids suffer because of the parents? Everybody will suffer. I'm putting snipers on bob wire. <laughs> Are you crazy? What, you know what your mean? parents got it and they said no, but you want to drive around in Jaguar and that. No way, go away. You, know you just mean? go and build your own playground. You're not coming in here. I don't care. Nah, nah. Oh man, you see? Do you, all right. Do you remember, remember last week, Yusuf, you were talking mm. about how um, certain parents, um, if they can't take care of their kids, right? Yeah. They shouldn't have a certain amount of kids. Yeah, yeah. Right. Do you feel like that's kind of a similar thing to this where it's like, okay, cool. You know you're not um, going to pay, but you know there's going to be other people in society who mm. will pay for this. Mm. So you're trying to say, you know what, let me keep um, the, the money in my pocket. But I can still get kids. Do you feel like that type of thing kind of enables that type of mindset? But the thing is, the kids should never suffer, though. Okay. Like, for example, if you... Nah, um, man. Wait, wait, hear me out. I'm watching, nah, watching Game out. of Thrones. Man, are paying for the sins of their fathers every out. day, <laughs> B. If, man, paying for the sins of their fathers every day. If you're on benefits nah. and you haven't got the money to take care of your kids, but you keep having kids, right? Yeah. And you have to choose. It's, it's kind of a full circle moment in this whole conversation, right? Yeah. 
Like, who do you take care of? Yourself or your, your kids? You've brought, you've brought all these kids into this world that yeah. you haven't got the means to take care of them, right? Yeah. Your money is stretching thin. Mm -hmm. You have to make a sacrifice. You have to sacrifice your own happiness in this situation because yeah. these kids didn't ask to come to this world, innit? Exactly. So you got to take care of them first, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the kids... What I'm trying to say is the kids shouldn't suffer, suffer for yeah. the parents' um, you know, um, shortcomings because they didn't choose to be here. So, like, you got to put them first. What if you had a crystal ball you can see in the future yeah. right? and you can see that those kids realized what their parents did, mm. grew up, had kids and did the same thing, and those kids grew up, did the same thing. Basically, just living a life where it's like, I know someone else is going to take care of this. Someone else is going to build this playground. So, you know what? Let me just have my kids, man. Man, it's not fair. You can't just use. You can't just come on to the guys on suffering kids and all that. Like these parents have got to be responsible for their actions. You get what I'm trying to say? And then you're saying it like I'm saying no kids. There's bare kids that's going to benefit from a playground, just not your dirty little ones. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? No. No, but the thing no. is, no. The consequences should be on the parent. The parents should get some type of penalty. Then it shouldn't be. You know what I mean, like I don't know. Like you can't come to the parents' sports day. No, we're talking about the ones who can afford it. You know, we're talking about the ones who can afford it. Yeah. Yeah, no. Or to help, and I'm not trying to help. No, this is what's wrong with society, man. No way. So what? Okay, cool. In in the school, you've got the kids who can't afford their parents can't afford for them. So what? They have to go to the corner or something, and then they're gonna grow up fucked up in the head because they couldn't join in with the rest of the kids. Why? What I'm trying to say? Why should the kids? Why should That's the kids suffer? Why should the kids suffer because of the parents? Especially in a scenario where it doesn't have to be that way. Mm. I mean, oh. there's enough space for the other kids to join in to play. You don't have to. Segregate them, you know what I mean? Like punish the parents in some other way. But go in your garden, mm. in your big house. You know what I mean? See, like, um, you know, that's, 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 mm. that's like saying, ah, oh, if your parents can't afford school dinners, you're going to starve. If your parents mm -hmm. can't afford to feed you, you're still going to eat at school, no? No, the government gives us school free school dinners. It's not the same. It's not the same concept. It's people that can help that want to be a part. This is speaking to what we're talking about, looking after each other. Everybody looking after each other. This is why no one not want to do it because no one ain't playing by nah, the rules. What I'm saying, yeah? is, and it's no, speaking no, no, to no. people that can help. I'm not talking about anybody that I'm has talking a about, that can't get involved. I'm not talking saying, about that. what I'm saying. In my primary school, yeah, we had to pay a pound mm. for dinner every day. There wasn't everyone had to pay a pound. Yeah. If you couldn't pay the pound, you're still going to eat. Is what I'm saying. But what if? Because with kids, right? Mm. They can't take care of themselves, innit? Mm. And you can't punish a kid for what their parents can't do for them, especially in a scenario where you can actually help them. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? But this, 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 this isn't, this isn't, you know, buying clothes for your kids. This is, this is food, mm -hmm. right? This is you're in school. This is, a, this is a community, right? Mm -hmm. Because the parents can't afford. The only, the only scenario where I reckon um, this applies to is like a school trip. Okay. If your parents can't afford you to go on a school trip, then you can't go. Mm. That's okay. the one I'll ride for. Because you think it's more of a luxury? Yeah, it's more of a luxury. You don't okay. have to go on a trip, innit? But you have to eat and you can't be um, ostracized in the playground because, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but for example, there's a school trip that I didn't go to because mm. my parents couldn't afford for me to go. I had to sit at home. I was pissed. Yeah. But it's what it is. Okay, watch this. What if you had insight into the mindset of these parents, right? Yeah. So you're on the outside and you're looking in and you're thinking... You can see um, the thinking uh, process of parent A, yeah. and parent A has twenty five pounds, yeah. right? And they're thinking, I have enough money f to contribute to this uh, playground, yeah. but it's only going to leave me with five pounds, mm. and I would prefer to have a bit more, so yeah. they can afford it, yeah. right? And that person, that parent A, is looking at parent B, mm. and saying, I know parent B has a hundred pounds, yeah. 
I'm pretty sure if I just leave it, they'll contribute a bit more. Because so, obviously, someone, it has to come from somewhere. Yeah. So instead of me contributing the the five pounds, I'm leaving in my mindset. Well, not me. Parent A is leaving in their mindset the idea that parent B will contribute ten pounds. Yeah. If you were privy to that thinking, yeah, would you still think the same thing? Yeah, because if if you if you have twenty five, yeah, and you give what five or, or how much? Yeah, they let's, let's say five. If they give five, and that five is taken out of your your pot for the food for the kids or for travel for the kids. If it's taken out of other essentials, yeah. then you've got to keep that. I mean, if that, if that money's going to be better placed elsewhere, then you've got to keep it. Mm. And that's why there should be a hierarchy then. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because then I don't mind. I don't mind paying my way because it costs to be the boss. But then you just have to understand that I'm the boss. Like, mm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So you just yeah. pay your position, stay in your station, and you just ain't got as much say in this community or anything as me. Which is, And if, that, if you don't agree to that, then it's fine then if that's what you don't want to do then. Yeah, then that's cool. fine. Okay, cool. If the parents who don't contribute to the playground, their their power within the, the parent teacher uh, committee, whatever, that's it's voided now. You just have to sit in the back. You can't you can't talk because you're not fair And then enough. they can't make yeah, and they can't make no decisions. Yeah, they can't get like, yeah, on it. You, and then when you, I put a vote, vote to the people about whether these kids are allowed in or not, they're not even allowed to get a vote. That's then, what I'm so saying. If, if you don't contribute financially, you, you can't vote, you can't decide where the school trip is, you can't decide on the new menu. The colors of the uniforms, you can't say shit because you ain't you ain't paying. Your kids will still be able to, you know, reap the benefits, mm. but you the parent, you can't run in the egg and spoon race. <laughs> None of that, bruv. You're, <laughs> you're cancelled. So you think that's okay? That's it's, fine then. That's okay, what I'm saying. Yeah. The parents should suffer, not the kids. Okay, but the, but if, if the parent can't contribute to the colour of the uniform and like, yeah. as in, like they, they, say, they have no say, yeah. yeah. Do you feel that like still the kids kind of suffering? Because then No, but no matter no, no but no matter what happens, the kids are still gonna get the uniform in that colour. It's just like that, that parent's desire is not going to yeah. be met. But so it's just kind of like, okay, um, you're the parent now, not you, but uh, yeah. the parents at home, yeah. they've got five kids. And yeah. They say, oh, I can't wait till next year uh, um, because um, mommy can vote for us to all have blue uniforms. Yeah. Everybody else votes for, for um, I don't know. Red. Red, yeah. Do you feel like that's not kind of taking it out of the kids? The kids are not suffering? So the, yes, they're clothed, yeah. they get the uniform, yeah. but they don't get what they really want. Like all forget the other kids have a say. Forget these kids. Everyone's in the chat keeps talking about you can't take it out on the kids, yeah? This is what's wrong with this country, man. Like, no one will want to take accountability for their actions. You get what I'm trying to say? Because Yeah, but it's not the kids' No, but actions. listen, That's again, the, yeah, we're not, talk, we're not talking about anybody, yet yeah, who's disenfranchised or down bad or whatever, because this yeah. is a community everybody can get involved. Yeah. I'm speaking to the people who can afford to get involved and help and make us move together and grow, probably even quicker to a better standard, yeah? yeah. But don't want to, don't want to do it but then still want to reap all the benefits of it. And I'm talking about because kids. No, fuck your kids, man. No, but, this is, no, but this, this is about the kids. It's not about themselves. This, this is not about the parents. No, par look, the kids, they're kids. The parents are the ones, they're the adults, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, they're the ones that's making the decisions for the household. They're the ones that's feeding them. They're doing all this stuff. If your actions, yeah, because you want to be tight or be a little piece of shit, affect your offspring, yeah, that's on you and your household. No, they but they're saying about them being tight, though. This is the scenario where they don't, they don't have it, is what we're saying. It, it, no, see, I already said, I'm not no. talking about anybody that don't have it. Anybody that don't have it is welcome. Because we have it, so it's fine. If you don't have it, there's no argument here. We're talking about people who can then, how do we, it. Okay, cool. And, if 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 you're the, the school committee, yeah, how do you know what parent is being tight and what parent can't afford it? Let, let, let's just let's just assume um we know. Let's just assume okay, cool. we know, right? Yeah. But let's just say, um, like I was saying before, the parent can afford it, yeah. but like you're saying, it just leaves them with less in the in the, in their pocket. Okay. But they're choosing though, yeah, to not contribute. I hear you, but I, I think it's unfair to take it out on on the, on the kids. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. 
Interesting. And this is why people get away with murder. Especially. Yeah. This is why we're running to benefit Britain. This is why the country is running to them. And the thing is, I don't know what age bracket you're thinking of when mm. we're speaking about this. I'm thinking about primary school. So I'm thinking about yeah, young, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about young kids. If you're talking about secondary yeah, school. any age kids. <laughs> yeah, obviously, my, 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 I'm giving less grace to secondary school kids because you're older, you're more, you can, I was yeah. trying to make my own money in secondary school. Yeah. Primary school kids, I'm giving them all the grace in the world. I'm sorry. But secondary school kids, yeah, go, go, go to the classroom if your parents can't afford the, 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 the <laughs> you're older, isn't it? What, you're 15? I don't care about you, bro. But if you're in primary mm. school, nah, nah, come on, man. Those are, those are, those are, those are babies. Ben, Ben, what, what, what are you saying? Yeah, before you give your take, thank you. <laughs> I believe the parents should be named and shamed. Oh wow, <laughs> that far? No, but then no, but that's gonna have ramifications on the kids now because no, no. then it's this gonna is, be embarrassing for is, them. This is they're with, gonna get bullied. Ah, yeah. uh, listen, listen, adult business, listen. adult business. Yes. If oh, you name and shamed amongst parents the adults. If you're talking about committee meeting, yeah. if you're talking about this particular initiative being um, uh, speech to the parents, yeah. everybody would have been in the same. Vicinity, okay, right? okay. So you let everybody else know there and then that this who's person not didn't pay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I definitely wouldn't look to hold back um, access to the park from the kids because I wouldn't even look to change their clothing because that will become the newly yellow bus. Like everybody would know what their different clothing would be. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I would definitely look to name and shame them. Your mm. your anger should be directed to the parents, Marks. Like it is. They're looking at you and saying. I'm chiefing you. Do you understand? They're directly okay. looking at your face and saying, you're paying for my children's welfare. Do you they understand? So you should be you should be brain. looking at them and looking to get, um, find ways to embarrass them, not their children. Because they obviously don't care. obviously don't care about their children. The kids are in the playground. They don't care about their children. They don't care about their children. Their kids ain't allowed in the playground. That's embarrassing <laughs> enough. This has got nothing to do with the isn't. kids because these kids are not my responsibility. Yeah. I do not feel any affinity or anything bad towards these kids. They're not my responsibility. So you can't put that on me. I've got kids of my own. Everybody's got kids. We're all here working together and our kids are here playing. I do not give a shit about these kids. It's about these parents and their actions. The people have to take responsibility for their actions. 100%. And accountability in I, all access. I agree with you, but you can find creative ways to punish them because doing that is not going to punish them. It's only going to punish the kids. And also, I'm not thinking, I'm thinking like I'm the headmaster. I'm not thinking of, oh, I'm the parent. I'm thinking, I'm the headmaster. I have to, I have to tell these six kids, yo, you guys can't go and play. <laughs> go and play. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's my that's my mindset in this whole scenario. I'm thinking yeah. of the headmaster or the teacher in the school having to tell these kids that you can't go to the playground because your parents couldn't afford five pounds or whatever the contribution mm. is. That's yeah, bad, man. Obviously, obviously, if I'm a parent, I'm at home. Wait, wait, if I'm a parent, I'm at home. I'm thinking about my kid, of course. Yeah. But if I'm a teacher or the headmaster, I got to think about everyone. And no, I think but it's unfair. Screwing. I don't understand why you are giving these people a thing off. You're screwing everything because anybody who can't afford it is welcome. That's been said. It's yeah. there in big racks. Yeah, so Anybody so who can't the, afford the, it is welcome. Okay, then what's the, what's the speak, discussion? We're speaking then? to people, yeah, who can afford it, yeah. but don't want to take a part in it. And they're going to sit down and just sit back and be like, you know what? I'm not going to go into my coffers because then man, they got money and they'll deal with it. And the kids will be fine. That's they're going to get there in the long run. This is what's bad for community. I'm talking to... They're not okay, allowed okay, okay. in, No, I didn't realise you're talking to that They're not specific. allowed in. Okay, cool. If you're talking to them people who are just being tight, not though you're talking about the twenty-five pound example. Yeah, talking... that twenty-five pound. Yeah, but no, but he's no, but your example so was was like it, they can though. no, they can't afford it then. This is where they can't afford it then. In that in that twenty-five pound example, to me, that's not being able to afford it. That's not being able to afford it. If you're if you're saying that contributing is going to take away from the shopping money or the whatever the bill, the utilities. 
they can't afford it. No, but you said, I'm, I'm not saying it takes away, like, as in they have less food. Yeah. I'm basically saying there's less, less in their pockets yeah. afterwards. So, for example... Yeah, but that's always the case. Even with the person with money, there's less. If you give money, there's less. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But, but you have to understand, people think that way, yeah. right? It's like, okay, you know, all right, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example, right? When I used to work in Hackney, right, yeah. at, the, at the council, yeah? Like, especially when it was, like, black people that um, came to see me or whatever. I remember people would be like, look, it's not worth me working yeah. because if I work, I'm going to get less benefits. Yeah. And so it's like, what's, what's the point of me actually working? I might as well stay at home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? I've had other people come up to me and say, oh, um, can you, there needs to be a recalculation because it, like, I'm not getting enough, enough money. So I, was, I remember saying to one girl uh, specifically, this is what I'll do sometimes. I'll, yeah. I'll get a calculator and I'll be like, okay, cool. It's how much you're getting. How much are your expenses? Yeah. Take away this, take away that, take away this, take away that. And I showed the, calcula I showed the calculator um, to her and I said, look, you're getting 300 pounds left over a month. Yeah. People that's working in here, right? That's not on benefits. Maybe don't get that. Mm. Equal or less, right? And you're here saying they're not giving you enough money. Benefits is not there for you to save. Yeah. In my opinion, before people attack me, it's there to help you because you don't have. So you shouldn't be saying, oh, I want more left over in my pocket. So my, I say all that to say this. The person can't afford it. Like their kids is not going without. They've got all their essentials that yeah. they, um, whatever but they don't have money to save, mm. right? But they're saying, you know what? I know them over there that to come to school in the Range Rover, yeah. they have excess money. Yeah. I'm going to leave it to them to pay. Are you still saying that they, um, it should be okay for them? Do you get what I'm saying? No, I'm not saying it's okay for them, but I'm just saying, the kids in this scenario suffer. where the kids are the common denominator, yeah. what am I meant to do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If yeah. I know you can pay, you're not paying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Do I take it out on your child then? Or do I continually press you for the money? Or do you do you do you owe me money now? Like there's just a bill racking up here. See, I, I get what you're saying. You know what I, mean? but like, I, I get what you're saying, but I think So then okay, cool. You guys, what's 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 your solution then? You know this person can pay, mm -hmm. he's not paying. Mm -hmm. What next? The kids can't go the in the park. The kids they can't come in the park. That's it. I yeah. think there's a healthy um, middle ground here, right? <laughs> because all this time we are assuming, well, mm -hmm. some of us are assuming that the kids don't know how like wild their parents are being, right? So, so <laughs> we find out, get our kids to find out from their kids whether they're in the know, yeah. right? If they know that their parents are moving miserly, then 100% they're banned from the playground. Mm. Banned. Until, mm. it is, until it is, I find out, sorry. I'm just punishing the parents. Yeah. Mm. I don't look at it as punishing the kids. I think the parents are, the, it's the, the, the parents are punishing their own kids. And and people and, have to take responsibility yeah. for their own actions. And also, what's the alternative for not being able to, because you said they're building a new playground, right? The kids who parents didn't contribute, where, where are they playing? Are they in playing the hall, in, the in, the in the classroom or? In the, hall. in the hallway. <laughs> 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 because if, if option B isn't that bad, mm -hmm. you know I mean, then option B might, might have to be the one. People are like a couple people said in the comments. I just want to read that quickly before we move on. Right? Um, well, this person said the scenario is a bit nonsensical, right? They said if if you're so if you're on benefits, you shouldn't be able to save money. How many people would benefit from savings during this cost of living crisis? Somebody else also said I agree, but how do you ever get off benefits if you can't save? If you're on benefits, you shouldn't be able to save money. No, I think if you're on benefits, you've been trying to you've been trying to save money. You shouldn't <laughs> just be spending your benefit, living benefit to benefit. You should try mm. somehow try to you know what I mean. I get when you speak to people that are living. That's like people that you're saying if you're working, you should be thinking. But there's people that are working, living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, you have got to try and if you're on benefits and you want to get out this this 
situation you're in. So if obviously you're you're looking for employment, mm-hmm. or you're trying to save money where you can, mm. so you got to lower your, your cost of living a little bit. Like, I don't think savings you savings can. will never take you out of benefits. No, it, it won't take you out. It won't take you out, but it will it will, it will, it will help. Yeah, it's earnings. It's earnings. You got to work on your earnings. That's the only way you're gonna get off benefits. Yeah, no, no, but no. Obviously, yeah, obviously, you can't get out of benefit by just trying to save some your benefit money. I just mean you got to obviously get the earnings in, but mm. it will help if you downsize your expenses and try to save a little bit, and mm. at the same time, obviously, earning is the number one priority. Okay. Because if you if you if if you can be living your life and your bills covered. You're fed and you're watered, yeah. and you're managing to save money, yeah. and you're not working. Why would you ever go and get a job? Because you're you're only living. Well, it depends on your aspirations. To be fair, because you're, you're what do you only, mean aspirations to live and to thrive? If no, you're thrive. What's the difference of thriving? You're describing someone who's just literally they're just they're just they're just making ends no, meet. You said, really, you said they're saving. That means eventually that money is going to accumulate. So they just got to save for a period of time. They can go and do whatever they want: holidays, luxury goods, whatever it may be. They're, why would they? If there's no incentive to no, ever no, work, no, why would they no. ever come up that? When I said, remember, one, one, I, I said they got earned as well. It wasn't just savings. And two, when I say savings, I don't like they ain't gonna be able to buy a Maybach after this. Like, just ain't, <laughs> <laughs> just ain't that kind of savings. You know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? Well, we don't have much time, so I think. Right, cool. We may have to do maybe a part two because a lot of people are talking about this. But I, I think it really speaks to the mindset of people, man. Like, like who's more, I guess, capitalist and who's more socialist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I'm seeing it. And um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting, man. Wait, so what was I on the side of capitalism? You was indeed. Uh, you're rubbing <laughs> off for <on> me. <laughs> Boy. I, I, I personally think it's the better way, man. Like, obviously... Um, we can't have a balance in this scenario. Right? Yeah. But I feel as though people are always going to take advantage if you let them do. But the thing is, you can you can find a way to penalize a parent though. Somehow. Like, I don't know, make it a contractual obligation and like they they just got a bill that's racking up. Whatever you do to the parent, I think it will trigger down to affect the kid. If you find them, not, it's going to come out of Not that. Not if you... Yeah, well, that's... Yeah. Okay. Trickle down economics. Okay, cool. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So that's, I think... That's why playgrounds are free. <laughs> well, the funny thing all is, right, that was a, that was a fun chat. I think we yeah. can wrap this one up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I use up. Please like like the videos because the numbers, the disparity is not not it's not it's not matching, and we don't like it. So just like the video, please hurry up, do that, and um, yeah, let's get into our next headlines. Line takes us all the way to the far east, man, with China. And the Chinese president, Xi Jinping, said China reserves the option. I tried, I tried to. I kept it in though. I couldn't. I succeeded. You learn us. No, but it's the way you said it. It's how you said it, yeah. You said yeah. it funny. It's how you said it. I'm trying to be authentic. Yeah, I know, I know him, man. <laughs> well, that guy there, yeah, he reserves the option of taking, well, he said China, pardon me, reserves the option of taking all measures necessary against interference by outside forces on the issue of Taiwan. In a wide-ranging speech on Sunday, Xi spoke firmly about China's resolve for you for the reunification with that self-governed island, which Beijing considers part of its territory. He was speaking at the opening ceremony of the ruling Communist Party of China's 20th National Congress held once every five years. Xi said in Chinese, according to an official translation, we will continue to thrive to strive for peaceful reunification with the greatest sincerity and the utmost effort. But we will never promise to renounce the use of force. 
and we reserve the option of taking all measures necessary. This is directed solely at interference by outside forces and a few separatists seeking Taiwan independence. Tensions around Taiwan intensified this summer after US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's controversial visit to the island. The visit came despite warnings from China, which maintains the island should have no right to conduct foreign relations. The US recognizes Beijing as the sole legal government of China, whilst maintaining unofficial relations with Taiwan. And the second headline takes us to Africa. Um, trigger warning here, I believe. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of madness is going on, man. And basically, um, diplomats are warning of a civilian bloodbath in Ethiopia's northern region of Tigray if rebels are pushed out of town, out of towns by Ethiopian and Eritrean troops. Tigray residents say food and medical supplies are running out as a massive offensive on the region intensifies. Tedros Gebiesus, who's the World Health Organization chief, who is from Tigray also, says that cities are being carpet bombed and civilians are being killed and those wounded cannot be saved because of a siege. Tigray has been under a blockade for 17 months and fighting has surged since a five-month humanitarian truce collapsed in August. An estimated one million people are at risk of starvation. The African Union, the AU, has joined the chorus of international voices calling for an end to hostilities and a recommitment to peace talks. The EU's foreign policy chief, Joseph Borrell, expressed horror at the violence that's happening, often directed at civilians. Camps for the millions of people displaced by the fighting are also coming under attack, according to, to, according to Samantha Power, who's the head of the US's development agency. US aid chief said if Ethiopian and Eritrean troops took control of them during the current offensive, there was a significant risk of further assaults and killings being perpetrated against civilians and added that the staggering human cost of this conflict could shock the world's conscience. So yeah, man, that's, that's what's happening over there. And um, apparently people are saying what's happening there is, is far worse potentially than um, the Ukraine and Russia situation. Okay. Yeah, man, loads of people are being um, sad, man. And if I'm not... Um, Mistaken, all of this happened because of uh, voting. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. So apparently the Tigray region, well, basically, I think it was during the COVID times, they cancelled voting, right? But oh. that particular region decided to go ahead with their voting. Mm. Ethiopia wasn't happy about that. And so they basically, um, yeah, what did they do? They, they shut something down over there. Innit? And basically um, Tigray forces in that particular region, because it's part of Ethiopia, but it's in the north, they basically... Um, yeah, they, they just went out there and started fighting, basically. And then Ethiopia then attacked. Eritrea then got involved. And now all the civilians are just suffering because of it. That was a very generalized yeah. explanation. But basically, that's, that's, that's the way it started. And the last headline is um, there was a fire in an Iranian prison. So, trigger warning, four, four prisoners have died and 61 have been injured following a major fire in Iran's notorious Evin prison according to an Iranian state news agency. Sources inside the prison, which is known for housing political prisoners, have told BBC Persian the number of casualties is higher. Videos shared online showed flames and smoke at the site in Tehran, and gunshots and explosions could be heard. The fire followed weeks of anti-government protests across Iran. Hundreds of those taking part in protests have been sent to Evin prison. It's not known whether the situation at the jail is linked to the demonstrations. Obviously, a lot of people believe they are. The protest first erupted last month after the death of the 22-year-old Kurdish-Iranian Masa Amini 
in police custody. Officials say that she's died of a heart attack, but her family disputed this, saying that she was beaten by morality police. State media has suggested that events in Evin Prison are not linked to the ongoing protests, quoting an official who blamed criminal elements for the fire. Speaking from inside the prison, Tehran's governor told State TV that there was a riot in the, in the wing of the prison housing petty criminals. Meanwhile, Iran's Mizan News has said the injury developed, the injured developed breathing difficulties um, during a fire at the prison sewing workshop for the injured are in critical condition. Some journalists on social media accused the authorities of setting the prison ablaze intentionally as a high-profile political prisoner was sent home before it broke out. So yeah, that's that's what's going on in Iran. And that's the end of the headlines. Okay, let's get into our next segment. Our resident um, gossip ain't here today, so it's going to be more E-Man. But she's alive and well. She's in the chat. I see her. Oh, she's in the chat? Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, with her quick wit and her one-liners firing up the place. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Esther's there. Big up Esther, everyone. Everyone like the video if you like Esther. Do that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, let's get into um people's journal. More Iman. Welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you some news from an economics point of view. So three things gonna be very um straight to the point. And the first is um I guess you know what, let me start with the Chancellor. So the Chancellor, as you know, um, Jeremy Hunt now, he's come out. He's obviously been faced with loads of different questions. And, he's, and like we mentioned in the first headline, he's saying difficult decisions will be needed across the board as it pertains to tax and spending, right? So this is the first interview that he's had since replacing Kwesi Kwarteng. Obviously, this just happened on Friday. And he basically said that, um, firstly, I think in that interview, he was also de um, defending this trust. Obviously, he's going to do that because he's under this trust right now, right? But he basically said, look, people, we need to give her a clean slate. You've just been there for <laughs> less than two months or whatever it may be. Um, let's just give her a clean slate and let's see if we can um, basically remedy these, mis these uh, mistakes. So basically what he said was cutting the top rate of tax and not independently cost measure costing measures were the mistakes, the biggest mistakes that she made. And those are the mistakes that he's basically prioritizing. Um, he's talking about more U-turns. He hasn't um, basically identified which one specifically, but he's, he is basically saying that, um, yeah, there's going to be a revamp of this um, entire mini budget effectively. And I hope is obviously, like I said in, in the headlines, to basically get the market from being so volatile and, and also restoring the confidence in the market as well. So this is also what he said. He said taxes are not going to come down by as much as people hoped. So he's just being real, right? He said taxes are not going to come down by as much as people hoped and some taxes will actually have to go up, he said. I'm going to be asking all government de departments to find additional efficiency state savings. So yeah, man, he's like, again, it's just a few things here and there that he, he's, he's kind of touched on. Um, he made a couple points about um, the mini budget and he, he discussed like some plans in his new role, what he's going to do, the things he's going to prioritize. But again, he didn't go into so much detail, but these are a few things that he did say. He said um, he hoped to keep the 1% cut to the basic rate of income tax. So remember, um, basic rate of income tax was 20%. Mm. They reduced that to 19%. He's saying, look, I'm going to keep that for that for the basic rate, right? He's also saying he would keep the energy price guarantee and he praised the former chancellor for actually putting that in. So again, everyone was kind of gunning 
um, crazy crafting for all these other policies. Yeah. But he's saying this particular one, where they capped it at 2,500 for yeah. the average um, household, he's going to keep that also. Um, he's also asking government departments to find efficiencies, meaning f- the best possible way is to cut spending, yeah. right? Obviously, they, they ain't got no money to spend anyway, so that makes perfect sense. But he also, this is one of the, the main <laughs> funny thing. he said he also refused to commit to a pledge by Boris Johnson's government to raise benefits in line with inflation, though he said he was mindful of the needs of the most vulnerable. Now, this is something that we spoke about last week where um, people kind of, well, this trust was getting flack for it because mm. she wasn't coming out saying, look, I'm going to increase benefits in line with inflation. Um, I think she was planning to do 5%, something like that. Um, but inflation's at 10%. Okay. So families are going to be worse off this year than they were last year, even though their money's going up, which... Wouldn't you know, that set up like a chain of events if they'd done that? Um, in what? In how? Because if, you, if, if you're gonna um, raise benefits with in line of inflation and stuff, don't they have to like raise what raise the wages and shit as well? The wages of who? You mean the people, the working people? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily because remember, you, the employee will take care of that. You know what I mean? It depends on on, on if you're talking about those actual um, uh, industries that are linked to government, like the government actually pays. Them. So you're talking like um, healthcare. You're talking about police. You're talking about civil servants. Yeah, all them. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, then even 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 then, then then what about them then? I think they must like something must connect. No, I I think they've kind of um, if I'm not mistaken, I think they've already dealt with those. You know, they gave people certain rises already. Um, okay. The NHS though were basically trying to you know implore their the the um the employees to basically strike and do something else. Remember we were speaking about this maybe a week or two ago. Um, and it would be like the first time in like almost a hundred years that nurses were actually going on strike and stuff like that. So they they got their raise, but I think they're basically saying it should be more than it is. So you're right. Maybe if um, they did that, people may say, you know, what about us? But at the same time, because it's benefits, people are less likely to to, to speak about that because they're thinking these are people who don't have anything. So yeah. you know, what I mean, it makes sense that if someone's going to gain something in line in line with inflation. It should be those who don't have, you know what I'm saying, as opposed to us who are actually working. So okay. yeah, I'm not too sure. But either way, they haven't, um, they've not committed to that pledge, even though Boris Johnson did the guy that everyone didn't like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's the first thing. Uh, Bank of England, pretty much come out. The governor of the Bank of England, Andrew Bailey, he was in Washington and basically he warned that interest rates may need to rise again, like even more than previously expected. Um, he basically said inflationary pressures meant a stronger response. And, yeah, it could be needed from the bank. And, yeah, man, the next raise is expected on the 3rd of November. And, um, yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't seem good, man. <laughs> it just doesn't seem good. Because everything just gets more expensive, in it? So, that, to me, that's the most depressing thing. To me, personally, in it? But, um, yeah, that's what you're saying. Um, and the last thing... Is your guys are at it again, you know? Just stop oil, you know, those bloody um environment activists. I'm gonna give them a piece of my mind. <laughs> there's oh, there one I saw the other day, they threw paint at like one, one, one. That's the one you're talking about, yeah. That's the one. So basically, Aston. yeah, they, they've targeted Aston Martin, man. They've gone to the showroom and they've just thrown paint all over the damn place. No, I saw one, <laughs> a different one, they threw uh paint at this, this um painting, painting, yeah. What, was it? what, what paint was it, bro? Um. It was beans. 
Mm. Oh, the beans, that, yeah, what yeah. was it? It was one of them f- famous paintings. Van Gogh or something. Yeah, Van Gogh paint. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure wow. if it was, but there was nothing protecting the photo, so I'm not yeah. sure if it was a real. No, it was a real. Photo. A real one. They said it wasn't damaged. So why was this? Why was it just there, no protection? Because you know the um, what's the one man? The, what's that place called in France? The, the Louvre. Oh, the Louvre. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Mona Lisa. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. those ones are protected by some yeah. type of blasting, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I find it. These people are weird, man. And yeah. they super glued themselves to the wall. Yeah, that was it. This, this is ridiculous, man. Yeah, so they they just gone there and, and done this. Oh, obviously, their their whole thing is because they they're calling for the government to stop all this new, the the new oil and gas licenses, um, um, that they would issuing out, even though the government, I guess, kind of said that they wouldn't. They would look into other things, to you know, um, other other sources of energy for the future, but it just seemed contradictory. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But either way, these people are never satisfied anyway. So they've gone down there, long story short. And yeah, man, they're from paint all over Aston Martin, the the showroom. So yeah, hopefully they get sorted out, man. Because these people need to get dealt with, though. And mm. funny enough, there's something in the headlines about this. Because Suella Braverman, you know, the same lady, Home Secretary, who took over Pretty Patel's job. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she, she's on the on the case now. So, <laughs> so she's trying to do a few things in it. But um, yeah, you hear about that in the headlines. But yeah, that's that's it for the people's journal today. Oh yeah. All right, thanks, Eman. That was short and sweet. We like that. Let's get into our <laughs> favorite segment, the rotation. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're trying to have a a short and sweet show today. So I've got quite a lot, but I'll try and I'll try and do the fast as I can. All right. So first of all, you got NSG. Oh, sorry. Welcome back to Rotation, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your weekly music uh, roundup. So yeah, start off with NSG. They got a new single called Nyash. You know, that's the buttocks. Uh, <laughs> featuring gigs. Um, it sounds very similar to OT Bop and to Options. It's re- re- very similar, to be fair. Um, and because of that, it's you know my my grading is uh, quite low on that. Um, gigs having some fun on the song, though. I like the video. Well, the video's just big. I was shaking bum, really, but I like the way Giggs is having fun in the video. It's nice to see him out of his kind of street element. Um, but with the song itself, nothing new. Um, same type of vibe you get from NSG, to be fair. It's a fun song for the clubs. You do a little, you little bop to it, whatever, whatever. It's a cool song, um, but it's just it's just too similar sounding to what they've previously done, previously done to be fair. Um, I know, obviously, they've got projects and... The sound of the songs kind of vary, but in terms of their singles, this sounds too. It's the same. It's the same beat essentially to OT Pop and Option. Same type of vibe, um, and for that reason alone, it's a no from me. It's a no from me. It's a, it's, a, it's a decent song. I listen to it, but I'm not going to run to it because it's just again, it's just it's just giving um, formula. It's giving just you know, um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of vibes. And I feel like I need something a bit different from them in it. So yeah. NSG, Nyash, featuring gigs. Um, check it out just to see what you like, but it's a no from me. All right, next up, we've got Central C. Uh, he released the EP called No More Leaks. Four songs, 10 minutes. Good. It's, uh, it's drill, uh, good production, uh, great flow, great delivery from uh, Central. You know, he's very lyrically competent, so uh, ticking that in that box as well. Short and sweet project. Favorite song on there is a song called Chapters. Uh, it's a sped up soul sample beat mixed with drill if you are familiar with heat makers who do a lot of dipset beats it's kind of similar to that sped up soul sample with a with a high-pitched chipmunk type voice um but with drill it's, i think the song's called um but in totality four songs 
it's very obviously you can't really go wrong with four songs. Um, from start to finish, it's a it's a nice listen. Um, so yeah, central for me is climbing up there in my in my drill um, rankings. I like it still, so I say rotation. Yes, for that one. Uh, next, we got Stormzy with a new single called Hide and Seek. I believe this is probably the first official single. I know we had Mel Made You Do It, but that's not actually on the album. Um, so this is a song called Hide and Seek. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to label it his first official single of his upcoming album, uh, This Is What I Mean. Um, additional vocals, actually, by Oxlade. Um, I learned that on Twitter. He's not actually listed on the song, but uh, shout out to Crystal, uh, our Crystal. Uh, she mentioned on Twitter that she had a hand in getting Oxlade on that song. Um, slow, melodic R&B with a bit of Afrobeats fusion. Uh, song for the ladies. Uh, some are saying this is an ode to his ex, Maya Jammer, because um, the song is a basically about a breakup. Mm. It's about being in a, being in a relationship. The, the video as well is quite good. It's basically depicting a, a relationship where, you know, you're going through your good times, you're laughing together, having fun in the house, going out, whatever, whatever also showing the downside so it's showing the good and the bad it's basically showing the relationship from start to finish uh you know and then the breakup at the end so people are saying it's about it's about my jama the girl in the video is actually do you remember lauren from top boy, top boy. Yeah. do <laughs> yeah she's he's love interest in the video um you know what i don't really like stormzy when he's doing this type of thing you know mm. yeah i don't i don't like i don't like uh stormzy when he's making songs for the ladies yeah, I don't. It's not really for me. I prefer Stormzy just doing uh, Graham. Yeah, just bars. I think he's got it, man. He's got a couple in the past where he's got it right, man. He can do it, man. No, no, no. He can do it. It's just not for me. Like you know, um, birthday girl. You know, yes, she's a birthday girl. Yeah, that was a good one, you know. Yeah, I, I like it. That was it. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like. I don't like when Stormzy's doing songs for the ladies. I just don't. I just don't like it. Do you know, the thing is, I, I think for me, I don't like when he's singing, but the bars. Okay. Yeah, I, the bars are always decent. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, he's, got a, he's got another one. Is it? He's got he's, he's got good ones, man. Is it cigarettes and cushion or that stuff or something? Or what's it called? He's got he, he's, he's he's good when he does it, man. I like it, man. It's cool, man. Yeah, again, yeah. I'm not saying that he doesn't do it well. I just don't. I just don't uh, fancy it for myself, to be fair. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's, it's a good song. Um, I could definitely hear it on the radio. Um, the girls probably gonna. I see a lot of girls. I see who is it? Cz Mills is saying that. Oh yeah, Stormzy is um, normalizing giving head. Because in the video, he's, he's um, you know, the I don't want to do it on camera because it's... <laughs> I'll clip it, up. clip it up. But you know when you do the the V, you just do the V and you put your tongue between it okay. to insinuate giving head. Mm, he does, man stuff. Yeah. He does it in the video quite a lot, isn't it? So ZZ Mills was like, oh, look at Stormzy, um, mm. normalising giving head. I love that kind of thing, isn't it? Um, so yeah, it's, it's got a lot of the numbers in it. But yeah, overall, um, I'm going to say it's a no from me, but it's a yes overall. And that's why later on, when rotations really picks up, we'll have the ranking system. So it's mm. not just going to be because it, it's not. Sometimes it's a no from me, but it's a yes overall, mm. right? So, but we'll be we'll have a tier system where you understand a bit more mm. in terms of how things are ranked. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, that's Stormzy. Next up, let's go to this is something for for me personally. So let's go for Cameron, Mace, and Jada Kiss. They got a song together called Gorilla, Lion, and Hyena. Um, they've got a tour actually called the Three Headed Monster Tour, which I think is kicking off this month. So you got um, three New York legends coming together for a song. I think it's just a song to kind of promote the tour. Um, it's nice to hear these three on the track. To be fair, especially nice to hear Mason Cam, mm. you know, put their beef to the side because um, obviously they've been beefing for years to to, um, to do a song together. 
decent beat. Uh, it sounds a bit dating though. It sounds like this song would have been would have banged in 2010. To be fair, not just because of who's on it, but the production as well. But they all deliver um, stellar verses. I would say Jadakiss is probably my favorite. Although they all seem to be rapping around the same level. No one kind of outshone anyone, but I'll say Kiss's verse is probably the best. Maybe this is something off of a common um, mixtape or album. I hope so, to be fair. Um, but all in all, it was, it was just nice to hear mm. Cam and Mace together. Because we, we haven't had a Cam and Mace song for year, for decades. And to hear them with Kiss as well, like three of my, well, I wouldn't say three of my faves, but two of my faves plus Mace mm. together uh, was, was nice to hear. Um, so can I ask can I ask yeah. both of you guys questions here? Yeah. I'm Ben as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know when Jada was talking about um oh, top five dead or alive? Yeah. Did you guys agree with the statement? Yeah, I've always Jadakiss has always been in my top five. Dead or alive? Yeah. Serious? Yeah. Okay. What about you, Mark? I go off preference and stuff, like so just because I don't put someone in my top five doesn't necessarily mean they're not up mm-hmm. there, innit? I, I just cause I, cause I just like what I like. <sighs> Jada's cold. And he might actually be top five dead or alive. But if I was going through my top five rappers, I probably could find mm. five other men I'm going to put there before Jada Kiss. But he, technically, he, he could possibly be right because he don't really, he don't miss. Yeah, he don't like, miss. He's kind of cold. Yeah, he, he's, yeah. he's, very, he's very, very, very good. He's exceptionally good. Yeah. And what he done a few years ago as well, that was just, when you see when you make moments, yeah, like when... Like when you create history yeah, and put your legendary status, you can't argue with it. You get me? And that mm-hmm. versus let everybody know if they wasn't sure before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A beast. So, yeah. So I, I think he's. I don't. I don't get disgruntled or feel anyway when he says it. Yeah. Mm. You get me because because I hear him mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, all right. Cool. Uh, rotation for sure. That's definitely a rotation for me. Next up, let's get to an album by Little Baby, one of the hottest rappers right now. Uh, this is his third official album. It's called It's Only Me. 23 tracks, one hour, five minutes long. Features on there from ESTG, Future, Jeremiah, Pushaisty, Young Fog, Friday, Nardo Wick, and uh, Riley Ron, uh, Rodriguez, I believe. Uh, production, um, tons of people on there, but two most notable producers on there is Murder Beats and T. Keith. Um, so this is, again, one of the things I'm going to say you know, why we need the rating system because I'm not a Little Baby fan, mm. right? And out of all the, you know, the Futures, the Fogs, the Gunners, whatever, he's probably, like, rapping ability-wise, he's up there. But you know what he's about Little Baby? I don't understand what he's saying. Mm. Mm. Like, I don't, I can't, he's, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, he's, hey, an, he's, he's enunciation. Okay. I don't like it. Mm. I have to really focus and listen and I have to, the, the unagi has to be, you know mm. what I mean, right for me to really hear what he's saying. So I can't really take him in. I can't take him in. Production-wise, it's what you expect from Little Baby. He's a, he's a good rapper. It's just that I just don't like his, his one, I don't like the sound of his voice. It's too high-pitched. sound like he's crying. Or he's, you know what I mean? Or he's, and also, he just his enunciation isn't great for me. Innit? So I don't really enjoy him too much. Uh, he knows how to make a good song, though. You know what it is, yeah? I see people going back and forth online. I haven't listened to a single song of it, I don't yeah. think, yeah. Um, and then so bare people was chatting shit saying it's rubbish, it's rubbish, it's rubbish. And then I see bare people saying how dope it is, and then I realize, yeah. oh, this is literally little baby fan versus people who don't like yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing. If you, yeah, if you're, <laughs> if, if, if you're a little baby fan, you're gonna love this. You're gonna love. Oh, it. So, okay, I can't wait then because I, I rock with baby. Yeah. Um, if you're like me, you're not really a little baby fan. Uh, you'll be you'll be hard pressed. You'll be hard pressed because I'm not. I'm not. I've listened to it once over. I'm not 
you know, uh, I don't feel like running back to it at all, to be fair. Um, but it's one of the albums where, you know, when you know someone's lit and you know that <laughs> and you know that their fans like them. So yeah. I can't say it's a no. So it's a no for me, but I know it's a yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a yes. I know people enjoy Little Baby. I know this album's good. The features are cold. The beats are good. It's it's what you expect, isn't it? Um, so yeah, check it out if you're a Little Baby fan. If you're not a Little Baby fan, I'll probably say avoid it, to be fair. I'll say avoid it. I'm not, um, I'm not. Who 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 for you is the best in, in regards to that that group of artists I mentioned, Mark? So Future, Baby, Fog, Ghana, even like Roddy Rich, Nardo Wick. Well, whatever. I think Future's in the Future Future and Fog are in the league. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Compared to them, them. To be fair, so. you're right. Actually, I don't think I should even put Future in 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 that bracket. To be yeah, fair. Future's different. You get me. Hendrix is different, and obviously Fogger Fogger's Fogger's goated. Yeah, I think for the new school though. Mm. I think baby, little baby might be the one. I'm no, no, that. that's the thing. He's, he's been improving, 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 and yeah. then like, when people just call him like mumble rapper and that, but then yeah. obviously that like, you don't know, you don't like the accent or the tone of his voice and all that. But when you take yeah. him in, he's actually bazing. It's just that it's just that Atlanta. That's the it's thing. Just that's the thing. Yeah, I have to. He's, I have... he's actually doing his thing, and he makes he makes good songs. He's been consistent. He's been it killing does. it. He does. He's probably he's probably the one. Little baby's probably the one for me. It's not mad with him. Yeah, I have to get over the sound of his voice. And the clarity of his, of his words to actually take in his lyrics, but I don't want to have to do all that work. Mm. I don't want to have to, you know what I mean? I want to be able to just hear you and soak it in organically and enjoy it. I don't want to have to be like, let me just let me just get over the the fact that I hate the sound of his voice and that I can't really understand what you're saying to to, to take in his bars. That's the issue I have with him. Isn't it? But I also for amigos in there as well in that group. Oh, amigos are amigos are. And for me, that. I'll put take future out. I'll put I'll put amigos at the top of that that um that pile. But yeah, guys, if you're a little baby fan, check it out. If you're not, don't bother. That's kind of my summary there. Last one, let's go to Diddy. And I wish Esther was here, actually. I need Esther for this one. But Diddy has been forcing this song down our throats for the past couple of months. And you think he's finally done it. <laughs> I think he's won because I keep repeating, get in your bag, stay in your bag. I keep repeating it all, all week. I've been repeating it all weekend. Anyway, he's got a remix to his single, Gotta Move On. He's got a few remixes, but I'll talk about one in particular. He's got a remix with his, his, his boo, uh, Carisha, aka Young Miami, and Ashanti. The remix was produced by Ron Browse. You know Ron Browse, Efa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the guy who produced Efa. Lots of claps, lots of drums, AO8s. Um, I like it. I like it way better than I like the original. I like the production. I like the beats. I like what Ashanti done in there. She's on there talking about. This is kind of her reply to Irv. You know I mean, not Irv got. He's been running his mouth mm-hmm. talking about her for the past couple months, isn't it? She's like, yeah, it's it's um it's it's given obsessed. Basically, that's that's her, her her summary of that. Um, but yeah, this is this is a thumbs up for me, man. I like it. I like this song. Uh, this this shows me that persistent marketing works because he released the original ages ago and it didn't do anything. But he's been drumming it down our throats on Revolt on YouTube, and now he's revamping it with a remix. And now the song's actually in my head. So well done, Diddy. Um, all right. So let me just do a quick summary. Um, NSG Nyash. Uh, Wait, was... there's no way you're finished. I said I'm gonna do it quick. Nah, he, he meant this, he meant um Rimsy. This is egregious. Okay, cool. You're cool, not cool. gonna talk about Rimsy's mixing. Hear me out. Hear me oh out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. And no hear me ways. out. And just so you know, I'm not lying. Iman, look at my phone. Whose album there? Yeah, Rimsy. Rimsy, Cold Feet. Okay, cool. I downloaded it. Yeah, I intended to review it, and I even saw you listening to it on your stories. I mm. thought I have to because me and Marks can go back and forth. Mm. Unfortunately, I had no time this weekend mm-hmm. to listen to it. Right. The only song that I took him because he pulled it out as a single was Jugging with Gigs. So if you want to talk about that, we can talk about that. But if you want to do the album, maybe we can do it. 
We, maybe we can do it tomorrow. We can do it tomorrow. This, we'll might, do it tomorrow. Be tomorrow. this might be mixtape for the year. All right, you cool. Know. You know what? D-Man, tomorrow, tomorrow, rotations part two, and we'll do it. Yeah? All right, All right let's go. All right, we'll do it tomorrow. Yep. Jeez, need to know, boy. Rimsy's cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hearing a lot as well. About yeah, no. Things as well. We even meant to go to his release party. Yeah. Mm. Me, Brent, and Gina, but uh, these two uh, reneged. Yeah, nah, please, let's get into it. All right, cool. I'm tomorrow. So, I'm so impressed with it. I've, listened, I've been listening. I'm like, nah, this is, this, I've been enjoying it. It's good. UK rap fans. Jeez. Go take Rimsy's cold feet in. Trust me. No, no, let's, yeah. sh- 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 nice. tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> let's not give him the content now. Tomorrow, all right. Tomorrow we're back with part two. All yeah, right. uh, but just quickly summary. Um, yeah, NSG, nope. Central C, yep. Cam, Mace, Jadakiss, yep. Stormzy, no. Uh, little baby, yes and no. And Diddy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. And we'll be back tomorrow with part two. All right. Thanks, big man. News. Okay, let's get into these headlines. bit of a long one so hopefully i get through this kind of quick but um i kind of spoke about this briefly well said i was going to be speaking about this and this is um swella braverman the new home secretary and she's taking on these environmental groups man so the home secretary has unveiled plans for a major crackdown on disruptive protests carried out by environmental groups such as extinction rebellion swella braverman says the new public order will stop demonstrators holding the public to ransom Ministers will be empowered to block protests causing serious disruption to key infrastructure and goods. Activists said they would not be intimidated by law changes aimed at silencing non-violent people. Environmental groups such as Just Just Stop Oil and Extinction Rebellion have staged various protests and demonstrations in recent months, causing disruption to commuters and traffic in central London. More than 350 Just Stop Oil protesters demanding halts to new oil and gas licenses and consents, have been arrested in London since the start of October, according to the Home Office. The Home Secretary described one incident which he saw, um, which saw emergency fire crews unable to get through a junction in Knightsbridge. She described that as indefensible. Ms. Braverman has long expressed opposition to such protests, telling the Tory party conference earlier this month that there was not a human right, that there was no human right to vandalise property. She will use the public order bill to allow secretaries of states to apply for injunctions in the public interest where protests are causing or threatening serious disruption or a serious adverse impact on public safety. The new legislation, which will be put to MPs next week, will also see jail sentences of up to six months or unlimited fines for protesters accused of locking on to people, objects or buildings, which, as we know, is a favoured tactic of these climate demonstrators. Home Office officials said that proposed legislation would create a new criminal offence of interfering with infrastructure, such as oil refineries, airports and railways, and those can carry sentences of up to 12 months in prison. Meanwhile, tunnelling under infrastructure to cause damage will also now carry a maximum penalty of up to three years in prison, and police will be given new powers to take a more proactive approach to some protests. Ms. Braveman, at this conference, said on Saturday, preventing our emergency services from reaching those who desperately need them is indefensible, hideously selfish, and in no way in the public interest. The police need strengthened and tougher powers to match the rise in self-defeating protest tactics. And that's what the public order bill will do. Responding, Just Stop Oil came out and they said, we will not be intimidated by changes to the law. We will not be stopped by injunctions sought to silence nonviolent people. Our supporters understand that these are irrelevant when set against mass starvation, slaughter, the loss of our rights, freedoms, and communities. 
and it's the end of that headline. Mm. Yep, hopefully they, you know, brave men. I, I support brave men on this. You know, they, we need to stop these nonsense people, man. But the next headline is about Ghislaine Maxwell. I know we haven't heard from her in a while, right? And um, she had an interview. Uh, was it over the weekend? She had an interview anyway. Um, yeah, it's the first time that she's actually spoke out since being convicted. So Ghislaine Maxwell has said she feels bad for Prince Andrew and accepts that they can no longer be friends. Speaking to CBS and Paramount Plus, the 60-year-old said she understood why the Duke of York's lawyers had to downplay their friendship. I feel so bad for him. The Sun report, she said to the interviewer, I follow what's happening to him. Following a trial earlier this year, Maxwell was found guilty of luring young girls to massage rooms for disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein to molest between 1994-2004. Speaking for the first time from prison, she said, I accept that his friend, that this friendship could not survive my conviction. He's paying such a high price for the association. I consider him a dear friend. I care about him. The former socialite went on to claim the now infamous photo of her, Andrew, and the young Virginia Guthrie um, is not genuine. At this time, this is what she was saying. She said, at this time, I no longer believe that this is a true image, and I don't believe that it is what it appears to be. Contradicting the opinion of experts and commentators, she added, there's so many things that are wrong with with this uh, picture. As soon as my appeal is over, I'll be very happy to discuss it with you. Now, this is a a complete U-turn from what Maxwell said in 2015. When she was asked about the image, which was first published in 2011, she said it was real. Um, She told the lawyer, um, if you see a photograph and it's a photograph of you in your home and someone says to you, is that a picture of you? You don't question it. However, she has now said that while she recognizes the surroundings of the picture, she remembers nothing more than that. She has said that there are more than 50 problems with that image, which was instrumental in disgracing Prince Andrew, but refused to say exactly what they were. And this is what she said. I don't know exactly how many points there are, but there are over 50 problems with that picture. So I don't believe it is a true picture. And if you guys remember, Prince Andrew is basically saying the picture isn't real because he doesn't remember ever what he says. He doesn't remember ever being in contact with that girl. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was lying through his teeth, man. <laughs> Talking about. Yeah, that's the end of the headlines, people. All right. Is Mark frozen? Oh. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was reading the chat because I don't, I, people don't know me if I can support Extinction Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe what I'm reading. Anyway, let's get into our, let's get into our last segment <laughs> reaction. It's the reaction, as you guys know, it's the new sports segment. Um, yeah, and this just jumped right into the sports, man, because a lot happened over the weekend, man. Um, first thing, Liverpool beat Man City. Come on. So Mohamed Salah's sensational second half goal sealed a 1-0 victory for Liverpool over Man City in a pulsating encounter at Anfield, which actually saw their their manager, Jurgen Klopp, get sent off. Salah, fresh from a six-minute hat-trick against Rangers, produced a brilliant piece of control to spin away from Cancelo after um, beating Edison with a cool finish in the 76th minute as Liverpool put their recent struggles behind them. Klopp's red card came as tempers frayed in the closing stages of the game. Liverpool manager dismissed after reacting furiously when the hosts were denied a free kick for an apparent foul by Bernardo Silva on Salah, whose goal ended the five-game Premier League scoreless streak. That incident came after Pep Guardiola had also been left irate earlier in the game when um, a Phil Foden goal was overturned by VAR after Haaland was deemed to have fouled Fabinho in the build-up. Liverpool came into the game 
13 points behind City. 13 points? Yeah, Liverpool are damn bad right now. That's crazy. 13 points behind City, following their worst start to a season in 10 years. But they defended very well, apparently, becoming only the second Premier League side all season to prevent Haaland from scoring and seizing their chance when Salah, who had earlier been denied by Edison in similar circumstances, caused Anfield to erupt with a goal which breathes life into their season. For City, however, the defeat brings an end to their unbeaten start to the Premier League campaign and leaves them four, be- four points behind the early leaders and best team in the Premiership, Arsenal, who beat Leeds 1-0 earlier on Sunday. Come on. Listen, I said we are <laughs> top of the league. I said we are top of the league. Come on. Listen, Mugs, what are you saying? Yo. What are you saying, man? About what? About the whole weekend, man. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. We drew nil-nil, so I think I changed that. <laughs> Listen, on Sunday morning, I said to myself, listen, I need an Arsenal win and I need a Liverpool win. And that will seal my weekend. And what? guess what? God said, you know what? Have it. That's right. Have it. Listen, four points clear. I wanted wanted three points. I wanted three points badly. I knew Newcastle weren't going to be an easy game. Yeah. We was at home. We should have done it. But we, um, yeah, it was pretty even. I think the draw was probably the fair result. That's probably the worst part about it. I think I saw some of the highlights of your game. You, You guys should have won, to be fair. No, we made chances towards the end, but um, Joe Linton hit the post like twice in a row. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And the way the game looked, if they went in front, I don't think we would have came back. Yeah. So I think it was pretty I think it was pretty even. We had a couple of chances towards the end that we should have done better with, a couple yeah. of penalty shouts that they didn't give us and yeah. that. But that's just all That's just all bullshit. Yeah. We never got it done. So, yeah. The Arsenal game was mad tense, bruv. Mad tense. We had a... Uh, um... Did Bamford miss a penny? Yeah, so... No, no, first, first, first and foremost, he had, he had a goal disallowed first, right? Ooh. Goal disallowed. Then he had a penalty from Saliba's handball that he missed. Then um, the, I think it was like the 93rd minute, um, Bamford barged Gabriel on the back. Gabriel fell on the floor, left his foot up though for Bamford to kind of, you know, fall on. And then the ref sent, he gave um, Gabriel red cards and then said it was a penalty. I'm, my head was gone. My head was gone, but then obviously did get rescinded or something. VAR check, and then because basically because Bamford kind of fouled Gabriel first, yeah. he just said, "You know what? I changed my decision." Um, oh, but yeah, yeah my, my hand was my heart was in my throat because I thought, "Listen, what you got to do? See, see the game out. It's two yeah. minutes left. See the game out." And then here becomes Mister Bozo again, Gabriel doing something stupid. But luckily, VAR was on our side, man. That's what I'm saying about VAR. When it goes your way, yeah, you're all yeah. for it. When it goes against you, you're you know what I mean. It is what it is, isn't it? But yeah, Arsenal. Are, we needed one of these games, though. It can't be mm. all plain sailing yeah. for us. Yeah. And I thought to myself during that f- first half, we were all over them, innit? Mm. But I still felt like, nah. I feel like this is going to be a bad day for us. Second half, Leeds were killing us, mullering us, and I thought, yeah, it's only a matter of time be- um, before they score, innit? Yeah. Uh, luckily, you know, the gods, the football gods, were in, all in our favour, man, and we lived to fight another day, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah, all the stats um, at the end when he's, I checked it, like. Arsenal were topping all of them. Yeah, no, the, the first half, hell. I remember, first half we had 65% position. Yeah. Um, they had like one shot on target, we had like four or five. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a, it was a, tough, it was a yeah. tough one. Leeds played really well, man. They did, they did, they did. They rolled they did, out luck really, really fine. But that's, that's what happens. When it is we played United, I felt as though we got rubbed. So Yeah, we, we got rubbed, we got rubbed. Yeah. Marks, I'm going to ask you again. Are Arsenal qualifying for the Champions League this season? No. <laughs> this guy is wrong and strong. You're a hater. 
All right, it made me right. Let's get to see the end of the season. Wrong and strong. Um, are we saying this this um this win for Liverpool is gonna kind of like you know give them a, a bit of, a bit of life? No, so. because they um, they're a top team and they only care about challenging for the title. And you don't make up thirteen points off on on that City team because you wouldn't have for the past two or three seasons. So you definitely want with Haaland there. So it's done for them anyway. It doesn't matter. They can make they can make it look better and make a better goal of things. Probably finish top four and whatever. But they want to be winning the league. So their season's over already, basically. Yeah, it's over. To be thirteen points behind at this stage is insane. It's actually insane. Um, but yeah, man. May it, may Arsenal's uh, you know winning streak long continue, man. Amen to that, bro. All right, um, let's go into the boxing. So I think we need to start with you know what? There was a lot of like big fights, man. Yeah, I didn't realize um, Wilder fought. Yeah, why? Why does why does Wilder want a big fight? Wilder fought some pub man or something. <laughs> nah, you know it is yeah. Let's say some pub. Man. Ah, you know let's let's start with Wilder. So basically, yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> that guy. Wilder, it's like Wilder. If you want to start with. No, you're sort of sure, isn't it? Oh, Save the best till last, man. Oh, cool. Cool. So Wilder, yeah. All right, so the guy that he fought, yeah, um, Hellenius, he's his sparring partner. So he's been, like, whenever he was training for these other fights. That was him. Yeah. So so Hellenius is, is a good, is a, you know, he's a formidable opponent. Yeah, but he's his sparring partner. So they, they know each other, they know each other too well. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. He fought a you, he punches up every day. Yeah, like, that's, that's not really a fight to me. No, but, what are we talking about but, 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 but remember, the guy also knows Wilder's weaknesses. Or at least he should do, because he's like, like he must be good enough for you to invite yeah. him to camp all the time. Yeah, you know well, what I'm saying essentially they should know each other's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, well. yeah. good enough yeah. to get me in fighting shape, not good enough to win anything. Yeah, I guess so. But to be fair, Helenius has been on on like a decent uh, winning streak. Like, oh, what's the guy? Oh, Kawanaki or something like that. This guy, um, he he's actually a good boxer, right? But Helenius knocked him out. I think he knocked him out. Either way, he beat Kawanaki in the, in the last fight, and I think. Um, People wasn't expecting him to, to to win that, so I was actually thinking Helenius will put up a good fight against Wilder. Okay, but one round, you know, he laid him out in one round. Wait a minute, it wasn't even like a clean punch when he on like, <laughs> the back up against the ropes and that, like yeah, trying yeah, to defend yeah. himself. Yeah. That guy's a bum, man. It was, it was a so obviously he wasn't a formidable man. opponent then. Yeah, he the, wasn't. He's yeah. Like, <laughs> we, we, found out, we found out. <laughs> but. What yeah, what yeah. what was what was the actual time on the fight? Oh, I think it was two minutes fifty seven. You know, let me see. Damn it, man! Yeah, I made a note of it when I saw it because the yeah. highlights was the fight. Okay, <laughs> basically, you I know watched that. I, mean? yeah. I saw I saw something saying about the first round, but I thought I just thought he knocked him down and he got up. I didn't nah. think the fight was done in the first round. He, he was sleeping, you know. That's like, insane. He was like completely like asleep. So yeah, man. Obviously, just with the eyes open. But yeah, um, yeah. Again, I think it was something that Wilder definitely needed. Um, you know what I mean? That's a good, nice confidence boost. Because I think a lot of people doubted that Wilder's even still got the power, still got the passion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because those three fights, you know what I'm saying? With they, Fury. They lost to Fury. Yeah. They, I think they would take a lot out of anybody. So one, was one fight a draw? Yes, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. That was, a, that was a good fight. But again, but obviously the second one, Wilder said Fury was cheating. But the third one, yeah. Cheating how? How's he cheating? Because he's saying he believed Fury had loaded gloves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, but aren't those things checked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still believes it. <laughs> you know, Wilder, man, that guy just says things, man. To this day. Exactly. But yeah, man, like, 
I'm, I'm proud of him, man. You know, it's, it's good. At least, um, I think because he won this fight, yeah. he now is in line to um fight for a title, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So, uh, what they're saying is, well, this is what he said. He said, um, it was a great night. I had to take my time. I was making him reach. I wanted to be mobile, agile, and hostile. I set him up. I allowed him to to reach, and then when he reached, I attacked. Um, we wanted to make this fun again. You can do this so long that it can be a job, just something that you're doing. We wanted it to be fun, and it paid off big time. And also now, next up, he's saying, well, because he he won that fight, right? Um, he could face uh, Andy Ruiz Jr. or Usyk. Okay. This is shut up, man. This is he's full of shit. Man. He is crap. Full of shit. It makes me sick. Shut up, Wilder, man. But, but you know what? He's still, him personally, though, he's saying he wants to fight AJ. Yeah, of course he does, because he wants yeah, to get paid. To get he's an Egypt, man. Yeah, but yeah. It, you know, he, he did his thing. Um, also, Devin Haney and Cambosis. Do you know about that fight? No. That's the, oh, what's their weight class? I think it's 135 or something. And um, yeah, basically, David Haney is the champion. Um, it's the same weight class as uh, who is it? Tank Garcia. Okay. Yes, yeah, it's a, it's a, basically it's a sick um, it's, a, it's a sick division. Um, but Cambosas beat um, who did Cambosas beat? He beat what's that? What's this guy called, man? I can't remember. But a couple of years ago, Cambosas beat this guy. Yeah. Took the belt. Um, and Demahaney beat him. He had to go to Australia to fight him. He beat him in his home thingy. And then they they set up the rematch. And Demahaney did the job on him again, man. Demahaney's a sick boxer, man. It's very like um, I don't want to say he's like Floyd, but he's very he's a defensive fighter, knows how to counter, knows how to move around the ring, intelligent as oh, well. Oh, I swear young. Uh, Floyd trains him, no? Is that this this, this the he same has, guy? Yeah, this, he has trained him in in like it's in the the Mayweather boxing gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But his dad trains, trains him. Okay, yeah. I saw a video the other day of Mayweather on, on the pads. And, um, yeah, it might be him. Hold on, let me talk. Devin Haney, I'm sure it's him. Yeah. Because he's definitely, he's, de he's definitely done stuff with Haney before, 100%. I, d I didn't know if he did it for this, uh, for the rematch though. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, I saw a video him. the other day of yeah. him, and, him and Floyd in, in the ring together. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, man, it was, it was a good fight. Um, went the distance, as, as you expect. But um, yeah, it was, it was always going to be a Haney win, to, in my opinion, man. He's got, he's like, he's got superior boxing intellect and skill, man. Yeah. So yeah, he he did he did his thing. Um, also, Caleb Plant and um, Andre Durrell. So Andre Durrell, he's like, I was gonna say, I, I don't want to use the, the term legend loosely in it, but mm -hmm. he's he's basically a known um, formidable champion. He's been a two-time champion um, in the super middleweight, I believe. I think yeah, super middleweight um, di uh, division, one sixty-seven. Um, pounds and no, 168 and he fought um, Caleb Plant Caleb Plant white guy who lost his belt to Canelo like yeah. last year I believe and that's when Canelo unified the um, it came undisputed of, of that whole um, division but yeah this was a sick rivalry but a lot of the tension came because of how Caleb Plant won yeah he knocked him out sick punch was it the 10th or the 11th round something like that and um, but then afterwards he goes up, to, so this guy, he's knocked out. The real's knocked out. He's like sleep on the, on the ground, right? Mm. And he comes in, he basically does the, the whole digging, digging a grave thing, yeah. right? Everyone's thinking, like, why are you doing this? Like, it's meant to be a good sportsmanship type mm. of thing. Um, but yeah, and even the referee had to go over to kind of push him away. Like, you can't do it. The man's sleeping now. You know what I'm saying? You can't yeah. be doing that type of thing, right? This is meant to be sport. Um, but yeah, 
he's basically saying, I did that because during the lead up to the fight, Darrell was really getting personal. He was saying stuff like, oh, I'll never let a white boy beat me and all them mm. type of things, isn't it? Similar to what, um, what's his name? Bernard um, Hopkins yeah. said about um, Kawasaki. Okay. And also lost to Kawasaki. But yeah, still. I think in terms of legacy though, Darrell's higher than Kader Plant, 100%. And this is the tail end of Darrell's um, career. You know what I'm saying? If they were to fight five, five years earlier, it, I don't think it would have gone like this. But still, they fought when they fought. And it was a good fight. It was a good fight. They're both like skilled um, boxers. So yeah, man, like Caleb Plant did well. And now Caleb Plant's basically trying to set himself up for a rematch yeah. against Canelo. Okay. So yeah, it was a good fight, man. Okay. Obviously it was a bad sportsmanship, but you know, he did what he had to do. And last thing, you know, like Mark said, leaving the best to last, Clarissa Shields. The big one. I'd like to firstly apologize <laughs> to the female boxing community. I doubted y'all, man. Hmm. I think you just do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> do your thing, man. Listen, listen, that's the best boxer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great so night, innit? Not even just the fight. The whole card was good. Yeah. The whole event. Yeah. Notice with these girls, yeah. Obviously, so what was the first two? Six rounds and ten rounds. But I think they only fight two minutes. I didn't really I didn't even realise, yeah. I think it probably speaks more to the mindset. That's why they attack it so much, because in two minutes. That you ain't got no, you can't even really make no mistakes. You got to go for it. You get punched up in the first minute. Your fight, the round yeah. could be over. Yeah. These are just running to the middle of the ring and fam, they from start to finish, they were just going at it, yeah. going at they it. They just all, scrapped, all attack, man. no games, no yeah. defense, all attack, all attack. Yeah. I'm like raw. Yeah. They're fit as well, bro. I didn't see there was, there was no like you know going to the corner mm. or just running around trying to. It was just. It was a slugfest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah big up crazy. Bomb Garner. What's her name? Bob. She's um, leg as well. Yeah, she's Bomb clean. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know she was clean like that. I see her punch up. Yeah. Big up. Like, yeah. <laughs> she, hey, she did good, you know. That fight was that fight was good as well, man. Who was that against? Yeah, because she turned oh. it around because she was losing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it was dope. She did well. And, and the other girl was a lot taller as well, isn't it? Than Bomb Garner. Yeah. A lot taller. Even, Obviously, even, even, I didn't know much about that. Um, Clarissa Shields. Is it Clarissa Shields? Is it Shields? Yeah, yeah. the American one, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Obviously, I don't really know much about these lot, but obviously now, when I watched the fight, even listening to the commentary after us talking, I was thinking, oh, these are biased because homegirls English. Yeah. They were talking about this Clarissa Shields like she's some Egypt yeah. Yeah, Like she yeah. outclassed her every yeah. step of the way. She fists her up from yeah. Jump Street. Like she was just cooking towards the end. Yeah. She was getting a bit tired. Yes, yeah. exactly. She was just she was just better than her. Yeah. every aspect. I was like, why did they even think this was going to be close? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand what they were talking yeah. about. But Savannah Marshall, she's a lot bigger though. That's why. Yeah, she's, she's a lot she's taller. Yeah, we're taller. Yeah, she reach. was red, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got her head blown off. She was proper, proper red. Yeah. Um, but um, it was way more entertaining than a lot of men's boxing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I remember yeah. seeing a boxing match that entertaining mm. like for a very, very long time. That's what I'm saying. And I had no vested interest. I just, I didn't know who they were. The commentator said this is the biggest female boxing fight in history. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying on Friday. Yeah, and yeah. just by coincidence, I went to the O2 to watch the um, Woman King. Mm. I had no idea actually, the fight was... You didn't say it on Friday because I led this... No, actually, that's wrong. That's Thursday. I led this segment. Friday, wasn't there. Sorry, as you were. <laughs> I had no idea the fight was happening. So I'm going to the O2, I'm thinking, why is, this, why is the train so packed? Why are there mm. bare people around? What's going on? As soon as I get, obviously, I see, oh, the fight's happening here. I was even thinking, what, should I try to go to the fight? <laughs> Literally, I was thinking, and even when I was walking around, it's a little back entrance. I was like, should I just go and try to finagle my way in? Yeah, I'm with, uh, mm. I'm with uh, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I sold in some of the some of the, the residual mm. fanfare when I was 
in and out, you know what I mean? So I saw, okay, cool. Women's boxing is definitely up there. Yeah, 100%. It, 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 um, Next women's event, there. I'm going. Yeah, the crowd looked look lit. Even you when you me? said that at the beginning, I didn't, I didn't, well, not that my eyes were wandering, mm. you know, I was with my lady, but uh, I didn't, I didn't, what? <laughs> you know what it is? Those who go to the O2, when you're on the train, you can kind of ascertain what's mm. happening at the O2 based on the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen a lot of black girls just a certain way, you're like, ah, oh, is, is it WizKids on or something? <laughs> yeah. But from the crowd, I couldn't tell what was happening. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I go to O2 and I'm seeing bare, just middle-aged white women. I remember mm. one time I went, it was the, um, the television broadcast awards or something. You just, <laughs> I just saw bare Karens everywhere. But yesterday I, I couldn't I couldn't tell what mm. was happening based on the people I was seeing. Mm. It was a, it was a, it was a mixed a mixed crowd. But on the way out I saw that's when all the Karens were coming. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I messed up because I was looking at that crowd thinking I should have been there because I could have been there. Oh, was it? Mm. Yeah, and I was looking in the crowd thinking, oh, I missed a trick here, boy. This is looks this. <laughs> yeah. Also, even watching it on TV, I'm like, if you're going to a boxing fight, if you're not really in the first. Mm. Couple uh, seats. Yeah, who wants to watch boxing from up there? Because no, that's not true, man. Boxing, boxing is lit wherever you are. Oh, is it? No, no, I I ain't been before. I'm Mm. assuming that you're gonna look at the screen if you're far up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atmosphere as well. Boxing, boxing is a turn up, man. It's atmosphere. We're drinking alcohol. It's a vibe. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Boxing is a turn up. So how, 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 how? I'm assuming the lighting is great, but Mm. how great is the view from up there then? But you know them big ones at like O2 and that? I've never been. I've been to like York Hall. So okay. obviously that's a lot, yeah. a lot smaller. Oh, yeah, yeah, really. I've but been Wembley. Mm. I think I went I went Frotch Groves too, I think. That was Oof. home. That would have been a that sick was, one. That was a big, big fight. Mm. That was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, nah, boxing's cold, man. Yeah. I think, yeah, because obviously if you're in the nosebleed seats, then you're just having drinks and arguing with people about who you think is going to win and arguing mm. about your fighter and whatnot. whatnot. It's, yeah. just fine. It's, it's a good time. It's a good time, man. Yeah. Sick, sick, sick. Yeah, man, definitely. I think we need to, you know, give these guys, well, these girls um, a lot more, you know what I mean, praise. Yeah. So I was saying to Esther, I sent Esther a link as well, but she checked a bit too late because I sent the live link okay, and not okay. the actual thingy. Okay. But I'm going to find a, a thingy and Esther hopefully can review it and okay, cool. talk about it. Her opinions. Maybe she'll support a women's boxing more, man. Yeah. No, nice. no, it's lit. It's lit. Sick, I'm, 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 I'm invested now. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. But yeah, man, big up Clarissa Shields. Um, She's now, if I'm not mistaken, the first person in women's or men's boxing to be undisputed champion in three um, weight classes. Okay. Also, they, was, they both came into the fight without any belts, didn't it? No, no, no. no. She they had they both had belts. Well, five, she had like five. Oh, they both had belts. Yeah. So oh, and then, and, and be... Savannah had one, I think. You know yeah. why? Because you know normally when when they say, um, and the new, new yeah, from, yeah, yeah. from the new, you know who's won, yeah, based yeah, on yeah. Who, has, who hasn't got the belts. But yeah. when they said the new, no one said anything. So yeah. I think, wait exactly. a minute, what, no one's got belts? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, it's, it's because, yeah, it's because they both got belts. They both got belts. So oh. now she's, she's got all the belts. In that, okay, in that okay, division. okay. There was five up for grabs, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, okay. So four or five. That's cool. But yeah, man, big up Clarissa Shields, man. And um, yeah, that's the end of the reaction. That was a great night in sport, man. Yeah, big up everybody. All right, let's get into our final segment. Done out here. Obviously, it's a Monday, and we're on a time on a time limit. And obviously, I've been leading the show, so I haven't had a chance to do my due diligence and check Guan. But we brought him up a couple of times, yeah. So done out here today. It, actually, you know what? Yeah, it's not even the Extinction Rebellion. Yeah, people. Yeah, it's the actual people. It's us. Mm. I think we're done out here. I think we need to do better. Yeah, we need to stop these. I've been advocating for all kinds of violence towards these people. For long, uh, violence. 
towards these people for ages, yeah? And we just need to be better, in it? Because I don't just talk about it. I'll be about it, yeah? And I promise you that, yeah, word to Jehovah Jireh, I ain't seen one of these motherfuckers. Because if I see one of them, yeah, oh, everything could be over. I might be in jail because I'm going to do what I talk about. I ain't going to play no games with these people. You get what I'm saying? Like, can they get in the way with murder? They're gluing themselves to the floor. They're doing all this kind of strippiness, dashing paint on Aston Martin, mashing up Mona Lisa and them thing there. It's, it's, I've, I've had enough of them. And why it's annoying, yeah? Because it's like, it's like a good message, wrong messenger. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like, it's like when Kanye or R. Kelly try to say something profound. You don't want to hear it. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you've, the, the, the water's been muddied now. Like, you are done out here, like, for, for, like, eternally. You know what I'm trying to say? So whatever they're saying, they might be onto something here. They might have the right idea, but their methods and things are just annoying. And for the, for the most part, yeah, it's because you're not changing nothing. You're not doing nothing. Like, you're not getting results. You're not doing anything at all, yeah, apart from annoying innocent people who ain't got nothing to do with the stupidness we use that are doing. Remember, I told you the other day the guy that shit on Tom to, to talk about private jet. Mm. Listen, I will go I will go crazy. I just hope, yeah, honestly, 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 and I'm not advocating any, I'm not doing any hate speech or anything like this. I'm just saying, use that when you see them. Do the right thing, yeah? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Do the right thing. And until we be better, we're done out here. Not even them, it's us now. Because now we got to put a stop to this. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, what happened to jungle justice? We the people, come on, man. Let's just be better, man. So I'll be honest with you, man. We're done out here. Everybody that's sitting in traffic, sitting in their car, beeping up horns, watching these idiots sitting, sit on the street and not do nothing about it. I told you, like, drive around with piss, dash the piss on them. Yeah, man. We're done out here, man. We just got, we, 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 they got to stop this shit, man. We got to put a stop to this. If the police ain't going to do it, we have to do it. You get what I'm trying to say? And so until we be better, the people we're done out here, like, I'm giving the done out here to us, to use that in the chat, talking now, <laughs> all of you, everybody, we're done out here, man. we got to stop this shit. And that's it, man. Let's just get into our outro, man. Fucking it. <laughs>you go that was our monday starting the week tomorrow's going to be better because s is going to be here obviously but thank you for coming even though it wasn't even a quick show man it was a good time it was cool everybody cool you're good you enjoy the show yeah like time wise we were like yeah just be done by 10 30 mm. it's 10 30 on the dot on so time wise we, we aced it see what happens when i'm timekeeper <laughs> aced it still <laughs> Come on, man. I'm going to have to do this more often. Actually, no, actually, actually, you got this. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But obviously, man, thanks for taking part in the show. Um, we never got no callers today, but obviously mm-hmm. tomorrow we're going to fix that. Use up the number. If you don't, it's at the top of the chat. And anybody listening, 07564-841-073. Remember, there's um, a community that um, Esther could give you the details for in the chat. Um, what else is there? No, there's nothing, man. We've got to go, man. We've got places to go, people to see. So we will see you in the morning, man. Peace out, man. Thanks for having us, man. Peace. Tomorrow. Oh.